Good afternoon, good evening, good metal. My name's Coop and welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. This is episode 33 where we talk to Anthony Brady. This one uh, was a lot of fun. I knew Anthony would be a bit of a handful. He, uh, it's full of banter and self-depreciating humour. Uh, Anthony's been a long, long time friend. I knew he'd be uh, something of a handful on this one, but he's, uh, he's also really, really good at what he does. They're fantastic sort of at the core of this we talk about some key things about music and recording and that type of thing uh, this was a lot of fun really enjoyed it i think you will too uh so without further ado uh, this is uh, me talking to Anthony brady so this if this this does this sound better recorded than what you normally used to hear me do probably it does and the reason it does is because i'm sitting down with a, a long time friend of mine i've been dying to get on the show and have have a chat to i'll have a go let's have a go at an intro uh, let's have a go at it. Okay, uh, this person has the magic ears. Okay, so uh, the the guest today is uh, Anthony Brady or Tony Brady, as I know him, my friend Tony, and he has the magic ears. What do I mean? Tony now produces and mixes and works with a lot of bands to help them create their audio masterpieces because he's got the the best ears of any of anybody I know. He has the ability to. Listen to something, tell you how to make it better, and help you actually make it better. Fiercely independent, he's freelance. He, uh, we're going to talk about being like a producer and what that ac- actually means in real terms. We'll talk a little bit about kind of instrumentation and stuff because he plays a variety of, of instruments. Huge lover of uh, of the punk and kind of DIY and, and, and that sort of scene. And if I ever want to find out what what's cool, if I'm honest with you, if I ever want to find out what's underground, Tony's probably the first person I ask. Because he already, the minute we started talking about this, he sent me a whole bunch of bits and pieces over to me, these crazy weird, weird artists that are fabulous. And he's my window into, into the world that you don't see when you listen to the radio. Um, yeah, he's uh, one of, I know no longer than I've known my wife, he is the man with the magic ears. He's my friend Tony. Welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. Oh, thank you for having me. It's very, very <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. It's a, actually, actually, be here. It's it's it's, it's my house. We better we better we better be ready because Tony is also like uh, probably uh, he, he has a very unique take on life, which I love. Um, I don't think uh, Tony takes anything seriously other than music. Uh, he has a very profound and dark sense of humour, which locks in perfectly with mine. It's called um, psychosis, man. It's Oh, it's, oh, I'm sorry. So Tony is actually receiving treatment for his deal. No, 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 no. Just, oh, no, you're going to let it go. No, no, yeah, I'm quite happy with it. <laughs> that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, so, trust me, after 10 years of having it, you don't want to get rid of it. You don't want to get rid of it. I've, yeah. I've just got it right, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're going to go through a whole bunch of stuff. I've got a, a ton of stuff I want to know. And what we're, one of the cruxes we're going we're gonna to talk about is music itself and kind of you know, Tony makes his living from from doing this. This is how he kind of you know puts bread on the table. You know, so it's it's fascinating how we the journey he took to getting there. And I often start as I do a lot of the shows with when was the first time you heard music? Not necessarily music that you liked or anything. The first time you heard music as, I a, as a form. Actually, the first time that music moved me, and I remember the exact point. Okay, we were on the way back from London, then with Dad's car, and it was. Um, Buddy Holly. Okay. And it was kind of like a wild time moment. I was like, wow, this actually yeah, does yeah. something. It's not yeah. just noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I was about five or six at the time. And oh, I was okay. like, I was like, oh, I get this. This is this was is, it this everything? Is cool. Was it the vocals? It was, was it the just guitar? the whole vibe. It was yeah, just the, the feeling. Feel. Yeah, the yeah, feeling. Yeah. Which yeah. is one of those things that I've come full circle on, really, because sure. music started off as a feeling mm. and then it became like a craft. And yeah. you and you go over it into every ma- 
my new set of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the idea now is for me to step back and listen yeah. to the music and the feeling. The feelings. Yeah. That's what you're buying. You're buying a feeling. Just yeah, like drugs. Yeah, yeah well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what music is. I mean, it's obviously, it's obviously always kind of like attributed to, to cooking and smells is it immediately yeah. conjures up something. It immediately yeah. comes up the feeling, you know, happiness, sadness, yeah. whatever, whatever it may be, you know. Yeah. And, and so then you, so you're in a car, you know, coming back from London, you hear this and, and it, would you remember the song? Do you remember what what is it? No, I can't. Something it'll be like that'll be the day. Or that'll like be that'll the day be, song. Something yeah, like yeah. that, like you know, and yeah. and you could put that on now, and it sounds like it was recorded in the room next year, twenty minutes ago. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it, it's so full of life and vibrancy. It's like, uh, you know, and that was just like the, them and the crickets just getting into a room and probably live recorded and just live, yeah after live recorded. Because yeah. you know, we were talking about this earlier. It's just, there's not enough money to go. Okay, well we'll separate all the tracks and we'll spend three weeks on the, the drums. That didn't fucking happen. It's no, like no. off you go and, and I, you have to I, be I good. Play or you can't. So they used to do that thing where they recorded straight to the record as well. Yeah, straight. straight and they, straight. can you imagine that? Well, yeah, straight straight to wax. Straight to wax. It's like right, yeah. go, and this is going on. And if you yeah. mess up, well, we've only got one plastic disc. <laughs> yeah. That's it, you know. And then you're fucked. So, yeah. and, uh, and that's when the record companies yeah. were actually they made the records. Yeah, the record companies are called record companies because they physically made a record that was pressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you you hear that, and you're like, did you did did you go? Okay, well, I like the sound of that. I'd like to hear more. Did you go to a record collection then, or was it the radio when you wanted to hear that again? It's kind. I blame it all on my brother. Right. If 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 my life gets any worse, it's it's all his fault. <laughs> or better, or better. <laughs> no, you no. see the guy that gets that when it goes and the Grammy Award for producer of the year. Yeah. You know, or, <laughs> or Tony Brady today was found alone <laughs> in his flat. That's the that's the thing you hear on the news all the time. Is that it's either there's two ways there's two ways to go, and it's like uh, and it's in the intonation of the the newscaster's voice. It'll often be it'll be uh, uh, the producer Tony, and it'll be that, or it'll be the producer Tony. <laughs> you know you're dead. Don't you? You're like, oh shit. Oh, you've the done thing wrong. is, there won't be a news broadcast. I won't even get an obituary in the newspaper. <laughs> you, you won't even get it when, do, when the Grammys do in, in memoriam, and it like yeah, yeah. shows you by, the, by your console, like uh, doing something like like pushing some buttons on the console. They won't even show you that. You won't even get that. Yeah. <laughs> so he was your, he was the the, the touchstone. Well, he was the kind well, of yeah, change your records. He um, he was big into his music. Mm. So I grew up a, a youth listening to stuff like the Queer Boys and yeah. um, suicidal tendencies. Lots of Danzig, lots of Guns N' Roses, lots yeah. of Metallica. Yeah, yeah. I should do the standard stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he was just an avenue into music because. Yeah. Um, so do do you have like a record collection or? Oh, yeah, the big record collection. And you yeah. would dip into that. And yeah, go, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you know, rob a couple like a King Crimson album. And yeah. Sit in the bedroom and and murder it for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when that when we we've often talked about this when we talk about music is that it's like that's how you digest it. You took King Crimson's in the court and you 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 looked at everything the linear notes yeah, everything yeah, yeah, and you yeah. read it and you listened to it front to back full full look the full, full play yeah, through yeah. you didn't select tracks and you, you listened to it and devoured it and if you didn't understand it you kept listening to it until you did yeah yeah you until know? you did yeah, yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where now it's like instant gratification you yeah. you put on something you either like it or you don't yeah uh, whereas if the band you like came out with an album you'd buy the album because you like the band yeah and there might be what well, there might be like back in those days, you'd usually get like six, seven good tracks on an album of 12 yeah. that you liked and you wouldn't mind the other tracks and you'd grow to like the other tracks because it was yeah. part of the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's part of the story because all albums, I find, like an album these days, it should be like like a designer's 
fashion piece that yeah. all encapsulates one thing. Mm. Whereas you can you find on like a lot of albums these days are just they're just bits and bobs. It's like a touch up. Yeah. It shouldn't be a touch up, it should encapsulate a mood, a feeling a whole yeah. time. I can't remember who did it, but there was an artist who put um when they put their album out, they put um like listening requirements. So they put um someone oh, will tell me Yeah, they put like the time of day you should listen to it, yeah. what you should be doing, if you should what you should eat when or whatever you put like a whole sort of you should be in this like world when you listen to this particular uh piece of music and i thought that that was interesting i think you're right i could think that there's very much um an element now people just taking a little bit of a particular album it's like no 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 you need to listen like would would the wall would 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 that be taken would someone listen i listen to the wall front to back because it's 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 an education it teaches you about the business and about life and stuff and it teaches yeah. you things now if i take like dirty women just a one song out there which is a great song but it yeah. loses all context removed yeah, yeah, from its it does, original yeah, exactly. premise and yeah. nothing must be worse especially coming with the producers is that you've put something together and then it get you're known for the the 2 minutes of that but you know, and sometimes within a record, you'll make something a certain way mm. to highlight the bits around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're gonna do it by itself, you might have done it completely different. Yeah. Whereas they're not individuals; it's a, it's a, it's part of the whole. The instruments, yeah. the instruments are part of the song. Yeah. The song is part of the album. The whole album, the it's whole feeling, the production, and then yeah. the production on top of that is what yeah. what pulls it all together. And I think what's interesting is when it's. I think you can pull something from an album as sound and sampling as it would be because we they proved that with with stuff like the signal and back in the hip hop days when they take a drum beat and a loop and they'd organically pull that from that. It is possible to do that and, I, and, I, and I've got a lot of love for people who are able to do that. But what I'm talking about is like when, you'd, um, when you have an, a whole sort of um, album that someone's put out and a whole sort of selection of music put out meant to be listened to in, in, in a mood, in a wave, like a gig yeah. is, is someone goes, okay, here's how we're going to start the gig. This is the moods and the waves we take and this is how we're going to end it. You can't go to a gig and then halfway through go, I'm going to skip to part six of the gig or the track. You can't do oh, it's that. It's like when Bowie um, and Nine Inch Nails were on tour together. Yeah. Bowie wanted uh, Nine Inch Nails on tour with him. And he said to Trent, uh, you're going to blow me out the water. Um, but I've done my set list because it has to be that way. yeah. This is the thing that I wanted to create out of this. Yeah. But he was, he, he was, and he, he even admitted, and he was like, yeah, yeah, their, their set was better than mine. Yeah. But his is a performance piece. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's yeah. what, one of the things like you know, Bowie is often kind of people sometimes forget is that he, he it is a total performance piece, yeah, front yeah. front to back. It, yeah. it is presented as so to the point where they will play characters, Ziggy, yeah. what have you, you know, you will play characters. Uh, and and you think if you just sample a small part of that, <laughs> you sample it. This is to, this is what you was going to be. So Tony just whipped out. Uh, uh, is it David Dickinson? Yeah, it is. Oh, David Dickinson. It's a Duke. <laughs> oh, nice cigar. This is the professional Tony that I'm trying to put over. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! Oh, we're ten minutes in. Ten minutes. Ten in. minutes in. He pulls out the Duke. Plays <laughs> the Duke card. So. Come on, come on, yeah. come on, Mark, Mark, stay with me, stay with it. Come on, brilliant, brilliant. Stay in the room. How, ca how can I possibly? This is see. This is why we wanted Tony on the show because on, no, no Tony, idea. Tony will do this. Yeah, Tony will. He will force his hand to try and get that there. We won't have it. Yeah. Will we? We won't have it. Yeah. So, 
we we start this as to records. Do you remember buying your own, going out and buying your record yourself, though? My first record. Yeah, go, yes. going out and actually physically yeah. buying it in a yeah. shop. Yeah. To the kids it, that may it, not be it, aware it, of what that is. Virgin Virgin was pretty new back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. It was pretty new. Yeah. Um, and I went and bought Def Leppard's Hysteria. Yeah, yeah. Which was actually classed as one of the best productions ever, but I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you know what? Got home, didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, but yeah. So that's like uh, Mutt Lang doing. Mutt Lang, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's doing yeah. that, and that famously took like four years to make, or something, yeah. four and a bit years, something to make. Yeah. And it had apparently uh, these are all. I, I I know a little bit about that the production of that album. They like had uh, there was parts where they would record one guitar note at a time. Oh and no, no, yeah, his, his, his guitar intonation was out. On right. the guitar, yeah, right. and they couldn't they couldn't get it to stay in tune up and down a fretboard. Right, but they could they could get tune one, one, one through one string yeah, and yeah. play one string at a time and then stack them up. Because you can. But I think he's absolutely frigging nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you think so, yeah? Yeah, Because yeah, well, he would, he was like, I'm trying to think what else he did. Oh, obviously, he did ACDC, didn't he? He's, he's, yeah. uh, Mutt Lang's done, did, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. part of ACDC yeah. stuff as yeah. well. But he's like, uh, yeah, I mean, when you listen to Hysteria, that's just a fucking. Football for the time and the technology. Christ. Yeah. It, it's, it's like a lot of people now are like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Well, to be honest, if you get Logic or Pro Tools, you mm. actually have more technology in there and dun, better capabilities than they had that. What it's down is the skill set. Yeah, yeah, and, well, and, yeah. And willingness to go, okay, well, let's do this. Yeah. Like, let's sample it. Before we came on here, here doing this, we were talking about the Beatles having, like, the, like Sergeant Peppers was done on, like, a four-track, you know, to... They just kind of going, okay, well, what if we do this? What if we do that? You yeah, know, yeah. sometimes the... the, the the tech you have isn't necessarily the, the controlling part of the, of the, oh, of no, the output process. The restrictions you just find are great. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was listening to uh, Hendrix's I Experience yesterday, yeah. and uh, at the beginning of that, that's got, like, scratching. And the panning from side to side. And I was like, I've heard that a billion times, but it was only, I was like, wow, panning and stuff like that wasn't, just wasn't even done. No, no. And it's not like, that wasn't a technical problem. They just changed the faders and stuff at all. But he was just the willingness to go, what about if we pan it from side to side? What? And you know, and it's that type of innovation, I think, that, you know, that's the hysteria brought that. There's a lot of stuff, certainly vocally and harmonizing. Yeah. A lot of rock bands looked at that album and were like, shit, you know, let's, we need to up our game. It's like the same with like Bob Rock and Dr. Feelgood with, with yeah. Motley Crue. That's that. That was their one of their most successful albums, and from the back of that, he's obviously ends up working with Metallica, you know, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, yeah. of the sound, you know. And, yeah. and I'll get that into that into into that. And it's one of those things that it's one of those things that people think that even if I, I can get a good guitar sound now, literally set up the mic in mm. about a few minutes. Yeah. But it's taken me literally last year. I must have spent two hundred hours recording guitar. Yeah. And but each guitar was recorded on a separate session. So yeah. it was about it's about 30, 30 sessions of guitar. Yeah. But I had to set up mic 30 times mm. continuously. And afterwards I was I figured out that it's the same for every cab, mm. every mic. There's a certain place where it goes that I like. Yeah. yeah. The, the, for this thing, it might change for different stuff. Yeah. But it's the skills behind doing what you do yeah, yeah. It, it, it takes time yeah um, that's the biggest thing is it takes time to, yeah. to, to do stuff um, where somebody goes oh can you mix that for me now mm. and you go yeah okay I could paint you a picture mm. if you give me five seconds give me a pencil I can draw you a picture yeah, yeah give me two months yeah or a month and 
it'll wow you. Yeah. Do you know what I, I think mean? people. I but, think but that's the thing where where they where they what the, the, the whole room like thing where they spent for Metallica, yeah. Bob Rock, spending two weeks on the sna- on the snare sound yeah, yeah, yeah. and like twenty four tracks of of mics yeah. in a room. Yes, because he could do that. He did it. Yeah. But that's because you're looking at every minute detail yeah, along yeah, the way. Yeah. You do not cut anything because I've learned that while you're recording something, if it you think it might be a tiny problem, yeah. even the slightest inkling, it's a tiny problem. When you come to the end, you guarantee it's going to be a massive, it's massive, be a huge, huge, huge thing. Like, yeah. huge thing that the, you, the, the, old, the oldest analogy of recording of anything is if there's garbage in, there's garbage out. Is yeah. that if you're a poorly recorded, then it will show and, and almost be unfixable at the, at the latter stage of it. Yeah, yeah. So, so you listen to here, Steve, and you don't, you don't necessarily like it or get it. But, you know, and maybe like, when was the last time you heard that album? Have you, God knows. Have you back and listened to it? No, I haven't listened to it in a while. I wonder what, what you'd feel now, knowing, because you, well, you've got a different set of ears now. You've got the yeah, magic yeah. ones now, and you, li- you listen back to that, and you, you could maybe understand some of the choices you made then, going, okay, yeah, yeah, I might yeah. not like that, oh, but I understand why you, know you balanced that out. I listened to the, a bit of the Black Album. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my god, this is amazing! Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize how good it was. Well, that, the, because, the, the, the drum sound became it. like the, the de facto drum sound for for metal, didn't it? It yeah, became yeah, like yeah. Oh, I want that drum. I want yeah. Lars's drum sound, you know. Yeah. And 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 the guitar certainly like sad but true was like the de facto uh, heavy guitar. And these Snoop's still doing a similar type of thing. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still know. doing that big. Still, drum still, sound. It's, it's still, and it's and it's landmark albums that like that that created those those sort of those sort of sounds. So then. You start. You 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 did. You find that your consumption of music after the first album just grew. Then did you start to get get more and more as you tried to figure out what you liked and the the guys you wanted to listen to? Um, there was a general slow growth until I hit about uh, eleven or twelve. I think it was secondary school. Okay. Because I went to a school which was only very small. Mm. Uh, there was only there was only a few hundred in the whole school. Right. I only went there for a few years, but everybody liked rock music. Yeah. Which was great because I like rock music yeah, yeah. I, it just it sent me further down the path it's a bit because like, someone would come in and go did yeah, you hear this yeah yeah, yeah. whereas most other people would be listening to round here listening to happy hardcore and yeah yeah and, yeah. Uh, and pop music yeah. and to have a good talk about there was a couple of mates who we could have a talk about Nirvana or yeah, yeah. Bit, like some bit of Bob Marley or whatever yeah but to have a whole school yeah and it wasn't like it was more like the fact that the, the people who were into pop and normal stuff mm. were the strange ones. Yeah. And it was really, really strange. Yeah, because yeah. The, like, the, the music yeah. often imitated the lifestyle of what that person yeah. as well. So if you yeah. got on with them, the person musically, there was a fair chance yeah. that you would get on with them socially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, there was, you had similar sort of, sort of worlds. So then did you start to gravitate to a particular artist? Did you or or, or a oh, scene? I was I was mad you like about a, Guns N' Roses. So you were Guns N' Roses. So this was yeah. like Appetite for Destruction. Yeah, Appetite for Destruction. And sort of like you know that yeah. sort of like what eighties, what eighty eight is eighty seven, eighty eight. Appetite Something for Destruction. Like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So that was the the that was and that was the kind of because that was a perfect mix. Sitting now thinking about it, it's a perfect mix for you because that's like punk. There's a lot of elements of punk, the oh, yeah, Bones yeah. Uh, yeah. and the New York Dolls and that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then you have, the, but you also have the rock stuff. So you can have that almost MC5 thing and the Stooges. Yeah. And that's all wrapped up in what Guns N' Roses be, are, are like. So I can understand why you, why that might have influenced that first thing. So then when did the, did the, the, the move then go from listening to the albums to seeing music live? Was it local uh, shows first or did you go to big shows 
what was I remember I missed out on a show and it was Soundgarden and oh, yeah. I was 12. Okay. Uh, and my brother was going to take me, but yeah. his mate couldn't get a ticket. Right. And his mate was meant to go with us. Right. So I was about 12 or 13. I'm trying to think what album that would have been. Would have yeah. been for, I don't know, Bad Motor Fingers probably. I think it was Bad Motor Fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. possibly. Yeah. And you see, that was one of the shows that you go to see. I, I should have went to oh, see Oh, right, okay, we did. Uh, but oh. didn't. Actually, I can't actually remember my first gig. Right. Was it a local one though, or a, you know, like a like a pub or some shit with like you know, there's like a band playing covers and what have you, and or was it an actual show show? God knows, I was drinking in the pub since I was fifteen, so <laughs> fourteen, fifteen, Course going you. down the pub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The, what 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 what? It, it's always interesting to get a timeline of when people hear music, start digesting it, see it live, and then pick up an instrument. And it's always very similar circles of time when that happens. So do you, the first time I kind of instrument I know you to play was the bass. Was that the first instrument that you picked up? No. What was the first one? Guitar. Guitar. Yeah. 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 yeah literally, my brother had a bass in the house. Yeah. And um, he wouldn't really let me play it. Right. Uh, but I had to go pull goes, and I must have been about six. Right. Okay. Yeah. And a bass on a six-year-old, bloody big. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. 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 Um, but then. I, I was in school. You either had to play the recorder, which is absolutely gay, or and you had to you had to, you had to do like a year's internship on recorder. That's, that's definitely I. I don't know what music's like getting taught in, in schools now, but when we studied music uh, you know, a long, long time ago, they only had like 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 you say recorder, a keyboard, yeah. um, and 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 that was about it. I don't think it may... Uh, do you know what? Did you have anything else? Our, our school had like a little little um, Casio scene. Yeah, yeah. I, you, I was looking looking for it the other day, and the art, it's actually pretty bloody cool. <laughs> um, but that's all they had, and it was yeah, like, yeah. you pick one, and you got to start making music yeah. with that. There was none of this, like, go to the music room with a drum yeah. and, and a guitar or anything yeah. like that. There was none of that shit. Yeah. And you think, uh, someone will have to tell me, someone put a comment about what it's like. Uh, can you go to, to schools now? I'm... How are we so now to the point where you can go to school and they go, okay, well, today we're doing, you do music for two hours. What music do you want to play? And someone says rap. Yeah, yeah. And they go, okay. Or someone goes, I want two turntables and I'm going to start sampling. And, and they go, okay, because that's music. And that's a, yeah. most of the popular music created today is created that way. I wonder if that's all do, or they're just like, no, here's a fucking recorder. Get on with it. Here's a recorder, JC. Now fuck off and get it done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wonder if that's. I don't think it's probably. But to be honest, kid, kids, kids can start making music. Well, well, as now. soon as they get an iPad. Yeah, now. Yeah. You kids, can get kids. a drum pad for an iPad and just yeah. start yeah, kicking away with samples. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which, is, which is good. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose yeah. it is. It's expression, so it's always good. Yeah. So, so you started playing guitar first. Was About it 12. just on your own, plunking yeah. around, fiddling yeah. out? What Twelve. I got goes lessons. On? Yeah, yeah, got okay. lessons. I started. The first teacher was Mr. Seaman. Okay, very salty boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he he, um, he showed me some good finger style. <laughs> It was, it was all classical. No, it was it was it was it was classical guitar yeah. and um Did he just go, okay, these are the fun these are the fundamentals. Yeah, you showed me picking patterns yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, um, and chordal structures. Did you not stuff. take something to him then and go, okay, I like the sound of like, I don't know, um, Paradise City, how does that go? Did you or did you just listen and you know, to what you know what, Mr. Seaman, the first song he, he taught me was shaking all over. And I'm not kidding you. He taught me That's amazing. Mr. Seaman shaking all over. That's your autobiography right the fuck there. Told me shaking all over and then give me good finger style. 
Oh God. So yeah, so when you when you were done with the trial, uh, <laughs> you came away from school, and did you did you want to go well? When did you want to go well, Actric? Like Dylan? Oh did, no, when well, I was you... still in school. Yeah. Uh, I think I think um, the, the teacher was like, "You've had enough of semen." Uh, I've got I've got your Fred here now. So Fred came in, Fred Arnell. Uh, yeah. He was a teacher down when I went to do um when I later went on to Borough Road Campus to do pop music there, H and D and pop music. He was there as well, Fred Arnell. Okay. And a great guitar teacher, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um yeah, so I, I had I had about two years of guitar tuition. And he was electric about then? Year and a half. It was, then yeah. it was electric. Yeah, so then okay. I I, I okay. done a bit of acoustic and then uh, switched to electric. Sure. Um which was which was good. Yeah. Did you and did you was it once again was she just going okay here's like a pentatonic scale here's a, oh know, no no or did you go I want to learn to this oh, it, was this. St- it was stuff like it showed me it it come in one week and I showed me the Ren and Stimpy tune play that yeah yeah um, and with I'd, I'd learn that and then yeah. it, I'd come back the next week and go mm. there you go I've learned it got it down you like that's great yeah. learn this one what do you want to do next week it's your choice wow um and then but and then it showed me. Bits and techniques in between that as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and you know the usual did stuff. You, did you go home and create your own stuff yet? Or were you sitting there and plunking around and going, "Okay, that's a good riff. That's a good thing." To, did you start to write your own stuff, or was it still just sponge? Oh no, no, no of course, course you're gonna have a you're gonna have a little fiddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you were just like, "Okay, the this thirteen-year-old boy's gonna play." Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you so you're fiddling around in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, nice images there. <laughs> Don't and, look at me like that, man. And, you, and so Don't when look you at me. So <laughs> look me in the eye. God. Look me in the eye. See, have I been putting it off for this very reason? I probably think so. So then, you you playing guitar? Did you? When did you start playing with others? <laughs> <laughs> when, when did you start? Did, when did you start playing with 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 someone else? Did you get was it a drummer, another guitar player? Did you start? When when, when are the performances actually, of a band? Actually, first performance was when I was fourteen, okay. and it was the school concert. Okay, what and, did you play, and what did uh, you play? Revolution by the Beatles. Okay, and you played uh, guitar. And we were, what we were meant to do is there was three of us because right. nobody wanted to play bass, <laughs> uh, and we were all playing guitar. So right. there was chords, and then there was the riff, and yeah. there was two it's people. Pretty straightforward, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and then it, it gets to the breakdown, okay. and uh, one of us does a solo. Okay. And then so I start the solo. Right. And then I finish. Okay. I look at one of the other lads to start his solo. Right. Yeah. Okay. He looks at me like, oh no way, I am absolutely. Crap I can't my pants. That. I am not. I'm crap my pants. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. Oh, uh, at all. Not playing no, no, at all. no. No, no. He just carries on doing just the keep room. Going in the room. Yeah. And the um, thing is, we had practiced it as well. And yeah. Then, and then the other guy goes to do his, and he does like five seconds. Backs out of it. Looks at me again. And you're back on. Like so yeah. I do another solo. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then I finish the solo. Yeah. Uh, but we hadn't rehearsed how to finish the song. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, we're just going. We were on view. Like I was, te- I was sweating <laughs> on stage, terrified, hands yes. shaking. Because you didn't know what to And the thing is, it's essentially it's a bit of a blues turnaround. And you're like, you yeah. could play that for the rest of eternity. <laughs> there's not like a definitive. It's like a riff where there's an end. And there's I, pretty I, much you go round. We're all terrified, and but we're looking at each other like, this is this is what happens now. This yeah, is yeah. us. This we're is stuck us. Here. Yeah, forever in a loop. Yeah. So I, d- I decided that uh, down a bit. I've decided that yeah, and then we kind of like we kind of kind of like just sloped off into like into kind of like a really terrible ending. That's amazing. But, but it was fourteen, and just you know a what? Breakdown. Yeah, that was actually more terrifying than going on to like 
thousands of people. Yeah. That, that, that rib, because... Because you it's don't your, know what the fuck's it's going your on. your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your parents. Yeah, yeah. And your friends' parents. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... It's a terrible room. Shit. It's the worst room to ever play. Yeah. To be honest, if you're playing to a thousand... room. It's the worst room. What's amazing is, though, is I can't suddenly... Now, in the modern age, if I was interviewing someone half our age, I would go, I'll show you that now on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, And I would show you that. That doesn't exist. That's not filmed anymore. Oh, no, no. Thank fucking God. The amount of terrible stuff I've done in my time. Do you know what? There wasn't even camera phones. Yeah, like, there was like nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. Someone was filming. It was on a tripod and looked yeah. like fucking this yeah. massive thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So you, so you have that as a bad experience, and then you. No, like, it was brilliant. I loved it. Loved it. it. Buzz. Massive buzz. Terrifying, but massive buzz. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a bit like a white water rafting. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like oh my god, I'm gonna die. But then, yeah. let's go back to the top and do that. Again. Yeah, let's do it again. Yeah. 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 And is that how you felt when you when you come away from it? You were like. Wow, that was a fucking car wreck. But you know what? I get in front of people. Did you get a round of applause when it all Yeah, fell? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So was that the moment where you were like... Actually, do you know what? It was one... What really ticked the box for me was uh, one of the lads right. uh, from a couple of years above me, either a year or a year or two above me, yeah. said, oh, really, like the Locrian thing that you did in the middle Shit. There. It makes like so a like, musical yeah. reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, cheers. And he goes, yeah, yeah I like that. Wow. I thought, actually, I made that up and somebody's actually liked it. It's something original that I've done. Yeah. Um, That's and interesting. It's a, it's a bit like, a bit, bit of a head nod to myself. Like, yeah, this Cause is Because right. he's a peer. He's someone you go, yeah. okay, well, he must know what he's fucking talking about. And yeah. he's going to give me the nod on that. Yeah. And at least... To be honest, he was a bit of a tipper. I looked up to him. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how that happens, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, you come away from sort of your first sort of musings as doing that. And then, did you go, okay, right, I'm a guitar player now, or did you go, do you know what, I, I, I want to try other I've instruments? Ne I've so... never been a guitar player. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a guitar player. <laughs> yeah, I've played guitar, I've never been a guitar player. <laughs> so did you, did you when, when was it that you, you started to make move towards the bass then? Well, we were in college, and, um, and I was in band, and I've got to admit, as a guitar player, I'm not very good. Right. I can get by. I can yeah. play better than most guitar players. Because yeah, yeah. I, I, I deem playing something as... You're able to speak through it. Same with the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. But, but you, it's kind of going... It's a difference between being a joiner yeah. and somebody who's got the tools to be a joiner. I understand. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 you I can have the tools and you can do the stuff with it, but it doesn't yeah. make you what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's a difference between like being the, uh, uh, an artisan, or being an yeah, actual cra yeah. craftsman at doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah being yeah. able to play. That's yeah. why I say I, I'm not actually a guitarist. So, so why why the sidestep then to the bass, bass? almost? Well, we were in college yeah. and we were having... No one wants to play. Yeah, and nobody <laughs> wanted to play bass. And it was quite obvious yeah, I was yeah. the worst, worst, worst guitarist in the room. So, yeah. by, if that's it, yeah. just go that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the way the bass is, is still seen as some kind of, you know, reduction. Oh, it's like, it's two strings less. Do you it's know what just, was crazy, though? But it's a whole it was, other instrument. It was crazy, because, like, I was, my brother had a bass sitting there. Yeah. But it was a bit knackered. Yeah. It had no bridge. The electronics were, were, were hammered. Yeah. Um, so... He sold it to me for like 40 odd quid. <laughs> your your I, brother sold you the guitar? Yeah, yeah. The bass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was a, he's a lovely guy now, but he's an absolute horse. <laughs> absolute horse when he was younger. He didn't um, give it to you as a present yeah. or something. No, no, go, no. You know, he, was, he, yeah, he was an absolute horse <laughs> when he was younger. Yeah, yeah. He'd think, oh, yeah, I'm taking a bass here. Oh, there's a bass. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I, I had to spend a KGB. 
Yeah, yeah. Guitar. That's KGB is it for, for those listening to it not for me, it's like a, a music store that was a lot of people's first sort of looking what a music shop look with and certainly what repairing because it's keyboards, guitar no, and bass it sounds for. No, yeah, but he's yeah. a luthier, isn't he? he makes yeah, them, he's yeah. he's more yeah. of a like so you go into a normal music shop and there's, and there's guitars and stuff and the KGB was different. It didn't necessarily have guitars everywhere, but if you wanted like the intonation fixing or the truss rod or a bridge or whatever yeah. it may be, you went to see yeah. them and, and and they were real craftsmen, they would say you know, we'll take time to do this, and he would refresh oh, yeah, stuff and yeah, finishes and shit. Literally build it completely from scratch. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. And they still like, exist now. Yeah, yeah, still yeah, exist, yeah, right? Road, yeah. It used to be just a, like not far from yeah, here. Yeah, the little shop with the big window the, front little, stuff. Little, I remember that. Yeah, I remember going there, and uh, they had one catalogue of Jackson guitars. One. Like not like where he was spoiled out or now, and the only way you could see new guitars or n new stuff from now. Oh, that's why we which used was to buy. Sort of that's land. why you used to buy guitar magazines. Yeah, because you didn't have the internet. Yeah, because and that was in, so I remember looking through and seeing like Shark Fin Jacksons and stuff and all these kind of dinkies and stuff and that, and being like, what the fuck is this? Because that was the only way you could see them. Like Jacksons you know? are for poses, though. <laughs> You got I got plenty of Jacksons. I got, I, got, I got plenty of poses, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved as well the brands and certain guitars are associated with certain sort of oh, walks the, of life. But, I love but, that though. But they, they are fashion. They are part of the they, fashion. The because style. they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, any, and any guitar player that's like, you know, it's just it's just four strings, it's like six strings and a piece of wood. It's, it's not. It's an it, aesthetic. It, it, and it, there's the sound. Of course it and is. And the sound is part of the aesthetic. Of course it is. And it's the styling is based around the aesthetic of the sound. Yeah, of course, of but, course. Yeah. Certainly, but certainly not, probably not more so than in pop music and certainly in, in metal. Like, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you don't have a guitar shaped like what or whatever because of the way oh, it come sounds, on. The, you know? The, the, there's no reason why metal guitars are so pointy yeah it's just yeah, so they yeah. think they look cool yeah of course every, it is. they all want to be skeletal <laughs> every guitarist in a metal band wants to be skeletal and I fucking defy me tell me that, tell, <laughs> tell us that we're wrong um, <laughs> so yeah I, I Brady I, you fiery fool <laughs> but no, no, I, I picked up the bass and um, I was like yeah this is it Okay. I was fighting guitar for years okay. literally fighting it. I actually stopped for two years because of bro Broke me on the playing basketball. Right. And I had to stop for for a while. Yeah. Uh, look, I got does that. Yeah, because to demonstrate, his fingers go pretty much all the way back there. That's yeah, not bad. Actually, it's, it's, it's just yeah, a joint. We don't want any of that. It's bad joint. <laughs> uh, and then I... Uh, yeah, I, I had to stop, and I, I yeah. just I just lost love of it. I actually yeah. lost love of music for about for about right. a year or two. Um, but then I started... No, it must have been for about a year, because okay. then at 15, I started... Um, I started playing the guitar again, but then I went on to bass. And as soon as I was fought it for years, but when I picked up a bass, I was like, "Yeah, I get this." That's interesting. It's interesting because you like because you couldn't create music, you did fell out of love with it. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm not like I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm just saying it feels like you know because you didn't have almost. No. A, a, a relationship with it it was difficult to no, keep that relationship no, with it it was more a fact of girls weed and alcohol <laughs> damn right I'm see sorry. I was taking this like existential sort of thing no, about how on. you view your life and you're like no 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 I just started drinking and discovered girls yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. literally I, I, I just went straight down that road full speed I was like buy guitars <laughs> buy music no use for you no, now no, no use, use for you, you. Yeah. <laughs> doing this now but what's <laughs> interesting then is that you find guitar again because also that's a way of getting girls you know let's face it you know at that that age, one of the reasons yeah. you pick up a guitar is because it'll get you oh, attention from I'm girls. In the, I'm in this absolute, it gives you points. I'm an absolute mess now. My <laughs> whole life is based around the fact that I wanted to chase tail. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. That's yeah. the second chapter. Of it's, your it's, book. it's the only reason to join a band, really. <laughs> Let's get chicks. Yeah. 
if you ask guys, oh yeah, did you join the band to get chicks? 90% will tell you no and 90% are lies. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you pick up the, the bass again, you, you, your arm, your hand gets, you know, it gets better. It seems hard to go to the bass as well because it's a difficult instrument to play. I found it, you know? I found it easier. You found it easier? You just yeah. found it, okay. Do you know what? The, getting your strength up takes a little while. Right. But once your hands are strong, it's... Off you I, go. I, I find on bass the techniques are it's not it's challenging um mm. but i kind of understood it more i don't right. know why it just seemed uh, to ring it yeah yeah, yeah it just seemed, seemed to fit me yeah yeah um so and then you, slap you, it about a bit, you, you joined bands because of that then to like you were like okay well oh. we need a bassist because bassists are always in demand oh yeah? no no, no. I, I i got the bass took it because we had uh, jam times when we were in college yeah uh, and within about three days i was in four bands Sure. Yeah. yeah so like, you remember? Do you remember the names of those four bands? Uh, I love the hearing first one, names one of bands. One was uh, Fluid. Fluid. Yes. One yeah. was Dead Goat. Dead Goat. What was Dead Goat? <laughs> Dead Goat was a punk band. Of course. It oh, was. imagine playing. It's like you've, you've been playing bass for three days, and then and you're playing running fast, choppy bass like, <laughs> for their punk, like <laughs> double time stuff. Yeah, I thought my hand was gonna fall off. Dead Goat. Yes. What was the others? Yeah. Uh, but those, the, I, yeah, I can't remember, remember the others. I, do you know what it was? It was the others. Kind of like it's it's one of those things where p people go, yeah, let's do this, let's hang out, and then you yeah. have two rehearsals or three rehearsals, and everybody's just like, yeah, this is a bit shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, next band. Yeah, 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 yeah. You move on. Yeah. So, so the band that kind of like, I, I come into the picture now with, with, with around fluid time, and yeah. this was at the time when I started first playing live. Um, and first sort of trying to figure out how to play guitar and stuff about the same time. And I remember seeing Fluid, oh Christ, I think I've got some flyer somewhere. It was a long time ago. I remember seeing Fluid, I remember seeing you, and you had, I think you had dreads at this point. Yeah. Dreads, and you were in, a, I think, a Hawaiian shirt, which was, at that, that time was, to me, I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Do because to go get <laughs> Honestly, I was wearing it. I was wearing about two days ago. Look, 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 Tony, Tony's going to get the Hawaiian shirt that I first started playing in uh, in Fluid. And if you, 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 what you've got to understand, what you've got to understand is that at the time everybody was wearing a black band T-shirt. There was that was the uniform. There was there was no other way or a hoodie. There was no other way to see a guy. <laughs> he's actually got to get it to wear it to, to see a guy wearing a, a, anything other than a black t-shirt anyway was just unbelievable but it, to see anybody bringing that, that's, yeah. that, that's the shirt that, I'm not even making that up for the purposes that, that is the I, actual shirt I'm still actually wearing clothes that are 20 years old that, that's incredible to me <laughs> so he was wearing and I remember thinking what the fuck is this guy with dreads because I'd never seen I'd never seen I'd seen dreads on, on, on a printed page but I'd never seen it in real life and he was playing the bass and, and all this kind of thing. I was like, what is this? What is this? And I remember like having conversations and introducing myself and you talking about bands that I hadn't heard of. I think at this point as well, you 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 would you there was a lot of um punk things going on. You were quite you found some some good punk stuff, which probably came from Dead Go. Like the, yeah, yeah. you were listening to some punk as well. And I remember yeah. eventually we ended up doing uh, some shows together. I remember the baby being just one of those. I remember the first one was Stairways, wasn't was, it? Was the first time we played together yeah, with Stairways? Stairways yeah. I, I can't remember how many people there. Not many, or I yeah. would imagine. I remember we built, we did the the flyers ourselves, hand drawn, not on a actually, computer, actually, hand drawn. Our first gig as fluid. Actually, in college it was rain. 
Oh, you called, yeah, Rain. Okay, Rain, because me and Ash. Right. Uh, uh, Mike Butler. And then we got Fluid with Graham yeah. and uh, Paul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Cooper. Yeah. Um, and I still see Graham these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was, a, it was a weird, weird time. Because um, literally all I'd done was get stoned and play bass. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but, yeah. Uh, so, you, so then what, so you're playing with them, and I remember, like, it being... The, we we tried our best to make ourselves in the band I was in tried to make ourselves look the finished article now no one want to know now when you were far from finished <laughs> article but we tried to and I remember you being I always saw you you guys just being uh, almost like the finished thing I remember your event oh that was you, the idea yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you looked very complete yeah. well, you know our first gig as Fluid was yeah. a battle of the bands yes right um, and we went on there and we'd done a sound check right which was in Drop D, but our first song was in Standard. Right. Uh, so I got on stage. Everybody and can I, see this coming. And, and then, <laughs> Certainly every guitar and, and bass started, can see this coming. Yeah, we, it just started and I was like, oh, I'm in, I'm in the wrong tune yeah, in it. Yeah. I just, I had to just work with it on the fly, which was all right. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a car crash, but yeah. not as bad as a car crash as I'm going to make this bloody show right now. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, we lost that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, no, and, uh, but we didn't, we didn't get through, but they were right. like, stick at it. And yeah, then yeah. we went back the a year later, yeah. and uh, Battle of Bands with, was held by uh, Andy McCluskey from Day. McCluskey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and we won that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got some recording time in mm. Pastry, and which was great. I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember. So it's like from one year our first gig. Yeah, to actually being a, a recording, and, yeah. and which was a big. Now yeah. you can go into your bedroom and record. Yeah, you can press. You can do it on your phone now. Uh, we're doing it right here, right now. Right, that's just how we're doing it now. This wasn't really an option then. To go into a studio was a big fucking oh, it was deal. A, it was a thousand pound a day. Yeah, it was uh, a big well, fucking deal. Whereas if you think of money in them days, it's more like two grand by today's money. Yeah, yeah. And, half and, two grand. And, and and you would spend a long time setting drums up because yeah. you had to. You yeah. Know, was, and well, you wasn't, Pro Tools didn't even, it wasn't it was no, in the, its the, infancy at best at that time. Oh, no, no, like, nobody yeah. had it then. Yeah. It was, I, I wasn't until a few years, like three or four years into being in bands, record, yeah. actually recording. Um, the Pro Tools was... That came about. You, you became to use it, so yeah. you could. Do, so go. So I remember a lot of people going, "Fucking hell, they've got into a studio." I remember as well. Yeah. Didn't you support like was it Deep Purple or something? Yeah, it's Deep Purple. Yeah. Yeah, you ended up supporting yeah. Deep Purple, which was just like for me. I was like, they're fucking, they're rock stars now. <laughs> In my mind, I was like, they're oh, rock stars. But we, like, we were supporting people like um, Sixth and Breed Seventy Seven stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. We were like every, every time somebody big metal came Come through, you with, were the, the, the name we're, to we're go support, to, like, which yeah. was great from. Um, from the O2 Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great of them to put us on and keep us as like a house band because yeah, we got yeah. all the good slots. But literally, you could not go out for a drink with, without somebody stopping to talk to you every 15 minutes. Yeah. Every 15 minutes, you'd have to spend five minutes uh, talking to somebody, which is great. Yeah. Uh, for the first six months. Yeah. Uh, well, that's your, that's your first but, but, taste but, 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 of fame. But it's one of the, yeah, it was kind of like being famous. Like, it, yeah. like, it was kind of like all the downside to being famous without yeah, any of the perks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, there were perks, like, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so so when what happened with that then? Because as my my memory before I am old is, I remember most of it just fizzling out. We rode it till the wheels fell off. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Rode it till the wheels fell off. We ended up uh, did, like what happened in the gap between you were in fluid and, and that was kind of moving and doing what it needed to do, and then the next time I kind of become, we 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 decided to do something together was with brass neck. No, it's pavement. Oh, Peerpoint, sorry, shit, yeah. I said yeah. corrected, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah? So then it moves to Peerpoint. Was that just a name change? Or yeah, was it... it was Peerpoint. Actually, I think Fluid changed to P 
pier point. point. Yeah, right around Stubble, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not sure if it was the same. I think we, we I think we sacked the drummer. Right. Uh wrote all new material. Mm. Uh, started off again. Um I think we also because when we were fluid, we were kinda like an East East Coast rock thing going yeah, on, yeah, like the yeah, Seattle yeah. rock. Um, which was pretty cool. But then we started to get really quite heavy. Right. Um and then we were going to gigs and they, they had our demo and we were like, look, this isn't what we sound this is like. What we, that's how I, now, yeah. And then we'd, we'd start off with a big friggin' metal scream to yeah. a load of load of indie kids. Yeah, they were like, who'd been listening to those like, jangly guitars and yeah, yeah. there's When when what what's interesting to me is when you first walked into a studio, mm. what was your thoughts then? Did you think to yourself when it went like when you picked up the bass for the first time, you thought like I quite like this? No, I like the side of it. Yeah, yeah. Was no, it a no, bad no, experience? I, I think my first thought was, have I left my ciggies in the car? Can <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> imagine this guy turns up and you're like, oh, I've heard so much about this Brady guy. Yeah. He's going to produce this album. And then you get this. Can you Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You'd be like, the fucking spaffed all the money up here. That <laughs> <laughs> so the first time you go in, no, you see consoles and fucking speakers yeah, yeah. And, and a recording yeah. room. What did you think? Did you think, think like, it, you know, I'm interested in this? Or was it just like, I, I don't know what to, this is? Or was it a bad experience? No, it's great, actually. Yeah. Uh, the guy I recorded is called Pee Wee. Right. Um, and he'd just been doing, he'd been doing something big, I can't remember who it was now. Um, but, yeah, he, he was great. Great engineer, great... Because it's one of those things that with a day you haven't really got time to produce anybody. You set yeah, the gear, yeah, you yeah. go, play the stuff, I'll mix you it, and out you go. Yeah. Um, great mix by the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, was really good, um, but no, it was just kind of like I loved I loved playing live I, and doing stuff live right. and gigging and stuff like that. It's great, yeah. But it's kind of, it's a temporary thing. Mm. Whereas I, oh, I like the idea okay. of making something a bit more permanent. Okay. but it's not just that. It's kind of like how do I put? It? It's kind of like the ritualistic thing of putting some together ah, piece by piece and watching right. it grow and like like the construction the construction of the it, construction of it. Yeah, I, I yeah. say more of like you create this big block mm. of music and then you just chip away and you yeah. just you're sculpting okay. it because you're sculpting yeah. the music and that process that uh, of it was yeah. what you enjoyed but also yeah I like the process of right. actually doing it okay um, but it's it, one of the things about back in them days is yeah, you had ways of recording stuff. Like, mm. I remember I done loads of recordings on a four-track Tascam yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah, Fostex and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which is, I've still, I still mix stuff from that now for, for people. Yeah. Uh, they bring me the four-track and we do mixes and masters from the four-track. Sure. Which is great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was the first time that you actually are able to stand back and look at what you've done. Right, okay. That's interesting. Because like, yeah, yeah. some people, I find that people tend to fall into similar camps and it's like... Um, you go to some people hate it. So we yeah. get that red light fever, hate yeah. being recorded, hate the the, the yeah. you know the, the getting the, the various parts of it and getting it right. Yeah. Some people love it and live in the studio and prefer that. And some people prefer it even to a live thing, you know. The, the first the first entirely. recording we did though was mm. in Borough Road College. Actually okay. we we'd done stuff on a four track and right. literally there was there was loads of stuff. Like yes. we literally would would create loads with four tracks bouncing down to two doing other two tracks and that was like I think we'd done like six or eight bounces for yeah, this yeah. big production yeah. on a little it, it's kind of like the Beatles thing yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah, but it was, it was good Yeah. Um, but the first studio recording was in Borough Road right and I went in we went in we recorded the drums right and we'd done we'd done a guide track and we are like okay bass so I went in done a take he said they all come out here I was like yeah and he went that's great 
Not, oh. a, not a change about that. Yeah. So first time recorders, one take wonder. <laughs> yeah. Which, which is most probably why I'm in such a dire situation now. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 I set, the, I set yeah. the bar and I thought it was going to be that yeah. easy all the You've time. You've Orson Welles, did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you started at the top <laughs> so, and now yeah. you just yeah. fall down to yeah. this now. Yeah. But did, did you, did, were you almost like, did you find that you you almost called the shots in the recording of it as well then? You, were you kind of up a bit more front than the other guys because you were like, I, I, this process makes sense to me. I understand it, and you yeah, kind of led it, the it, way a little bit. I've got one of those brains where it's quite scientific and quite mathematical. Yeah. So yeah. I can pick bits apart and then see how it's all fitting together as you do it. Whereas, yeah, it's like I've worked with some people and you re you record the drums and they're like, okay, let's do this, and you go, no, you do that at the end because that relies on that. that, that, and the, that. the analytics, the semantics. Yeah, of yeah, doing, yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. always found but, it certainly when. Well, the stuff that we're, when we've done bits and pieces together, I've always found you to be that, be able to um, really map it out well. Go, okay, well, this is yeah. going to lead to this. I find you, know, and that's a, a skill that in itself. To you be know? honest, there is no, there's no actual secrets. When I first started recording, yeah. I actually thought there was secrets. Right. Uh, on how, on how they get some this kind super of thing magic yeah, of doing yeah. a hidden yeah, method yeah, yeah. some some like secret magic sauce that you, mm. you, that you put yeah you on sprinkle it. on the sound yeah. to make it that way to make it your press or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah there, are, there are certain things which make it sound better, better but, but, but but there's not there's not yeah there's that. not and it's just the time and experience yeah, yeah do you know what it's just fine detail when was the last time you listened back to anything you was recorded there it was about a year and a half ago I right. actually have a Actually, have I like, think I still a, a shelf of, of CDs of stuff that I've done. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's it's my ego shelf. Yeah. So you so you listen back and you can listen back to it fondly, or do you or do you listen back and go? Do you know what? Hell. Do you know what? I actually thought it was a lot worse these days by my standards right. now than it was because I used to think it was super great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a lot worse, but it's, it's still, still good. Of a quality. It's yeah, still of a quality. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like now, people have got access to video a lot more. As a band now, you're expected to have a music video. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, it doesn't yeah. matter. You yeah. can do one on your freaking phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas back in then, they used to have a video. That was big money. Was that was large big time. exercise was to big do it. Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whereas it, just, to, just to get what, like an EP out, you're going to spend a lot of money. Mm. Whereas now, somebody can... I know people who just go, oh, yeah. You can do an EP in yeah. a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah. You can just record something, anything. You can do it oh, live. Oh, you can live stream that EP. I know, I, know, I know somebody who just spends under 100 quid yeah. and then started making music. Yeah, yeah, Recording yeah. it and, and mixing it. I and think, it's not yeah. hard, so, is it? So when you go... So we, 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 when did Pierpoint kind of reach the end of its thing there? Did it peter out? So you kind of... Because everybody that was in... All my... Obviously, we, we were very close. All, all the friends there, Graham and Ash and stuff. And they all kind of went their own way musically did other things was yeah. was it a gradual thing or did to be you honest, kind of... me and Gray always stuck together yeah yeah well that's kind yeah. of like what one are we are we at the point now where Brassneck comes into the yeah, yeah, yeah. so basically we well I don't know what happened with that actually because it's yeah. it's it, it probably just kind of quietly sort of yeah moved away didn't it like you do yeah. you know just kind of separation and yeah if you will because then the 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 track that you hear at the beginning uh, of every oh I know what it was what's that I know what I repeated out okay uh, not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> he's the master of suspense. The magic he is. <laughs> hey, listen, that's a mystery we can leave for the book. Uh, but the point is that it did. And so the music that you hear at the beginning of my podcast is from uh, Brassneck's, uh, Brassneck's EP that we, we kind of all got round. And we were, I think it came from us all knowing what we wanted to hear and no one else was doing it. And we kind of basically... Graham and uh, uh, and Tony formed a band with Vic, 
called Brassneck, and the whole point of Brassneck was that it was music without limitation. That wasn't good. We weren't going to be a whatever band. It was just going to be music that it happened to be heavy because they would, that was the music that people the, the people in the band liked. But there was no there was mellow parties. Yeah, masses. There was all kinds of things. <laughs> if you listen to the EP, which I still think is one of the finest things I've ever been involved with, because it was so open and free. Yeah. It, there was jazz, death metal. There was everything oh, yeah. in there, oh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, spoken word and, and kind of everything in there. You know, Vic, I, I, I would, would I say he's probably the, the greatest frontman of a band oh, that's ever. never been. Oh, literally every gig that you went to, the, the, it, time, it the sound engineer would go, he yeah. is the loudest singer that I've ever had. And it'd be like, not by a small amount, by a large amount. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah the guy was a monster. He was just, he just because he was, he was new to, almost new to music. Like, I'd have to go, go, okay, well, this song's a bit metal. He goes, what do you think it should sound? Because I, I was brought in to kind of help manage the band and work out gigs and stuff like that and and and, and occasionally come in and mixes and listen to mixes and go, okay, let's make some choices here and motivate Vic and, and kind of work with Vic to kind of help him become a metal singer because it's like, how do you, where do you start with someone who's never heard metal before? You go, okay, so start singing in a metal style. How do you mean? So you had to kind of go, okay, listen to this and listen to that. Oh, and no, 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 he had that ideas. Oh, yeah. I've done other stuff with him. Um, he had too many ideas. Yeah, it was almost it was like, the, yeah, it was, it was whatever a, you wanted. It was, a, you know? it was a creative explosion. Yeah, it was. Oh, Every and... song, you listen to like the opening song of this is a song called um, Full Metal Panic. And within the gaunt of that song is maybe four or five styles in one song where it's like he's going and throwing absolutely every vocalizations and wild stuff like that. And he was just a, you know, I love, I love Victor Bits. The, you know, uh, oh, he's, yeah, yeah. he's, he's the most, he's the best frontman that ev- never made it. Uh, yeah, yeah, he you is. Know, that never made it because he is meant to be on a stage. Oh, he's absolutely meant. He was, he to me he was absolutely as important nice. as like as Rollins and that type of thing. He's in that ilk of being a frontman of that. Oh, like, I remember charisma. meeting Rollins once. Oh yeah, it's uh, Sunday gig. We we were meant to support, but our guitarist was on holiday. Yeah, and. Uh, and the band come off stage, okay. and oh, this is Rollins' band then. Yeah, uh, no, no, it's not Helen Rollins. I think he was, he was in, he was, he was in, he was in one of the support. But I think Sonner were doing the main band. Yeah, uh, and he was. I'm sure he's playing bass in one of the, one of the support Rollins? bands. Rollins, yeah, Helen yeah, Rollins. yeah. But but I, I was I was I was absolutely on something that night, <laughs> uh, and I, I walked up. I walked up to him. Yeah, I uh, didn't know it was Rollins. Yeah, and uh, walked up to the band. I was like, "Oh yeah, great, great guys." Blah blah blah. We went to play, but you know, we couldn't do it. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you look wasted." I was like, "Yeah, I'm absolutely wasted." <laughs> I said, "But you look like a small fat Henry Rollins." Oh shit! And it is Rollins. It's a, it's a small fat Henry Rollins. <laughs> but no, he's great. Yeah, but yeah. but I, I was young and I, I was absolutely wasted. Yeah. And he, he, he tries to. As Henry Rollins does, he, he tries to use his intellect to yeah. try and beat me down verbally. Right, yeah. Uh, I wasn't having any of that. <laughs> the words are just bouncing off me. Uh, Amazing. Uh, uh, and then I, I started arguing with him. Uh, <laughs> and he's getting really irate. And the band are watching him get irate. And, and at which point I said to him, listen, mate, who's the fool? The fool or the guy who tries to reason with a fool? Jesus. And he's, he, he's, 
he, he, he looks at me and goes, are you calling yourself a fool? I said, well, it's one of us, mate. Shit. <laughs> and uh, at which point he, he suddenly realises that he's a bigger fool than me. At which point I look oh, at his, gu- I think it was the guitarist. The guitarist yeah. looks at me, gives me like a little nod and a wink, like you've just had Henry Rollins <laughs> in a fearful context. <laughs> <laughs> and by, by the okay, fact of yeah. being a complete idiot, I outsmarted him. <laughs> It was so annoyed. He's so annoyed. I, the, so uh, angry. So angry. Because yeah. he's straight edge and but, you're drunk and you're yeah, high and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he's just like, and there was no reasoning with me. Yeah, he couldn't. Hey, anybody couldn't knows, foil, even yeah. now, if I am drunk now <laughs> and I want to do something, it's going to happen. It's going to happen anyway. <laughs> you just there's, ride there's, there's, it. I'm just, it's happening. It's happening. Move and, with uh, it. If, if I'm like, I'm doing this, that's what I'm doing. There's no stopping me. Um, <laughs> Well, quite often when 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 we we really get together as much as we do, and we often uh, uh, we, we have a, we have a lot of fun when we get together. Tony uh, allowed me to believe that I am not in control of my own personal space, and if Tony wants to lick my face, <laughs> that's probably what's happening. And enjoy you. In fact, I don't think there's many pictures where me and Tony aren't hugging or he's somehow attacking me head or I'm not giving him a kiss. There's something going on me. Tony made me very aware that I was under Tony's rules and no one else's. So (laughs) salty. So salty. But Vic was that guy who... Who live would would do would would, would just turn it on. He was just incredible. And it remembers the time when I would watch you doing producing and what I what I thought was producing was not what you were doing. You were doing real production stuff where it was like Think put, mate, that was that was what fifteen years ago. Yeah, crazy. And yeah. you, but you were like, yo, listen, I put an Eisenhower speeches in 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 this, and you yeah. wanted me to, hear it and you were like, listen, listen to this, and we've done this where it's like, uh, it's like almost like scar, and I was like, it just blew me away how yeah. you know went un, un, unshackled the the stuff that you were putting into it, and it, and it still oh, so stands up. It was kind of like there would there was no rules, but yeah. it had the feeling. And that's that's the thing. Yeah, like, you, you stick, we stuck to a feeling. We just was this. Does this yeah. sound good? Yes. Yeah. Well, then let's keep doing that. Then and and it still stands up. You know, everybody who compliments when they very rarely do compliment the podcast always mention the the opening song. And I remember ringing Vic and say and Graham and, and everybody going, you know, I'm going to use this as the the, the music. So I get, and I've done a couple of live shows where I get played out to this music, and and Vic was like didn't understand he was like what do you mean i said well i do it he, he just he, and, and then he kept uh, he, he couldn't understand the whole point of like that it's that it stood the test of time that i was like it's it sounds that good that's why i'm using it because yeah. it's, it's a really good song and he's like yeah but it's like 15 years old <laughs> 15 years. he just couldn't fathom yeah, it yeah. you know and i i think like that was what was so 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 brilliant about the production of it is now i still hold it up as something i'm very proud of being a part of but like i say it was my first window into you being a producer yeah, uh, someone who I who would yeah. would would take an idea and gestate it and help it become a thing. So when you started getting behind the the, the, the button, so to speak, and started to do, when did you start producing people then? Oh, and move into the thing that you you do now. Oh, about four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, to be honest, I would literally say actually producing was about two years ago right because before that was engineering and I right. was producing so, so for but, those but, but, but it's one of those things where yeah. it's kind of bit like taking off your stabilisers did, 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 did go and because you, you've been out on the road as well so, yeah. so, so Tony also texts and does the sound on, on the road so did, was that first before you started settling uh, down to that or no, no, did you I, do both uh, I went to SAE in right. 2010 okay 
Uh, I was 30. I'd just been made unemployed. Right. Uh, lost. I didn't. I think I didn't lose my job. I think the whole company shut down. Just shut down. Actually, no, no. Of... I went mental that night. I went absolutely <laughs> fucking nutty. <laughs> I went absolutely nuts. Yeah. And, uh, and then I got got my head together a bit. Okay. And, and enough to go outside. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. <laughs> go outside. Yeah, yeah, no. And but actually, what it was was I always wanted to do this. Right. But it was one of those things that I was too scared to do it because I wanted it so much. Okay, and you were worried that if you got it, if you couldn't do it, yeah, you yeah, didn't have any yeah. Else. But it was, it was kind of like I tried the safe bet of going. I'll just do these jobs because ah, the, those okay. jobs can get you money. It, it's right. not a risk going into yeah. production. Don't do it. It's absolutely right. the, the the time scale, the pay, the stress. It's high line works, high wire works. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 it's so high you, stressful work. You, you, do, you do these like kind of flying gigs where you're doing a little yeah. production, a little production there. Thing is, I've done stuff before, like on and off with different yeah. bands and helped other bands here and there. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, I had to be honest. When I went to SAE, I had a lot more experience than anybody else there. Yeah, um, which did help me. Um, so what did you get from SAE? And that's for the for the people that don't know what is that. It's a it's an audio engineering school. So that's like um, basically. I remember you going on the courses. You also do multimedia and other stuff. And but it taught films. you kind of like you know the 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 thing is it's really strange because it teaches you a lot of the technical stuff. Right, and you do get marked on mixing and stuff like that. Right. But they don't teach you how to mix. Okay. They, they don't teach you how to produce. Right. They'll tell you a lot of the technical stuff, a lot of the physics as well. Right. Um, and they'll, you'll dip into little bits of like film and a little bit of and things like uh, ear training uh, and ear stuff. training. I yeah. we, had, we had to do. I think it was thirty two hours of ear training once okay. when, when you first get there. Yeah. yeah. What, what's to, that then? What is that? Because remember you told me about it. It's literally you. listening to different frequencies. Cut. Mm. And boosted, so right. you can know what frequencies are. Right. Um, so you know what each frequency sounds like okay. because each frequency actually has a texture. Right. Um, but I went on after I finished that and done another 60, 70 hours. So I've done a hundred hours. I thought right. I would get hundred hours. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it is kind of funny how I can pick out a frequency to be honest. It's because great. you've got it now because yeah. your ears yeah, are yeah. kind of in tune to yeah, that thing. Yeah. So well, when, when when did you did you start go? When, what, how long did that last then totally? So that's like uh, what? It's a year. I could okay. have stayed on another year and done it. I imagine during that time as well you, you pick up a ton of connections there because that's another thing. There's not really. Be a, there, was, there was no social aspect of that where you all kind of... It's only small year groups like 15, 20 okay. in a year. Whereas actually I know Jose Ibanez he's got Third Planet Studios. Yeah, yeah. I met him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool guy. Yeah. Uh, and he uses studio occasionally, and but it's one of those things that you go there and you realise there's a there's a there's a few people who are, who are actually really into the music and yeah. really want to do it and really get stuck into it, and there's some people there because they don't want to get a job. Yeah, and they think it's a, they think it's yeah. a slack. It's, a, it's, it's a slack, a, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's an easy thing to do is yeah, to yeah. fuck off and just yeah, okay. Yeah. Pr producing is easy. It's a, yeah, oh, it's turn no, up it's like mid afternoon going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and but, it's but, not. It literally is. Some you'd have three, four. I think it was three lectures a week, mm. or five, two hours each. Yeah, and that's all you had. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like much. Went, and then you've got your training and other bits and bobs. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot at the beginning. What did you do in between times then? Though? Did you go to shows then? Try and get yourself to see shows? Did you just listen to a whole shitload of music? Because just, just yeah. do with loads, loads of stuff. Because you'd, yeah. you'd have stuff assignments to do at home, mm. but it starts off slow. Mm. And then by the end of it, you're doing 60, 80, 90 hours a week wow. trying to finish it off. But yeah. you do that on purpose to see if you can take To try and break it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then, yeah, yeah, it builds yeah. up you. 
Palaces of Europe, yeah, yeah. Um, if you will, yeah. But I think by the time I'd done my exam mm. for the mixing desk, which is a big old Neve mixing desk, yeah, yeah. Um, I knew I'd already passed. I literally could have walked away with nothing because you just put the time in. Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't, yeah. I don't, I'd already got like ninety something percent in everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was literally doing moonwalks. Yeah, 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 it's like a time stressful test. You've got a set amount of time you've got to get and you just a percentage. It. And you just put it to bed. And, yeah. Yeah. no, no, no. But I just walked in. I I got a yeah. pass mark. Yeah, but I wasn't bothered. I was literally moonwalking up and down. Yeah, and uh, you... doing spin moves as as I was hitting the buttons on on the desk. And the guy Did... was like, "I can't believe you're doing this." Because you just you, I've never you, seen you yeah. yeah, but um, but I'd got to the point at that point that mm. the stress had got so much that I'd gone. Screw this! I've already done it. Yeah. Don't get yourself more worked up about it than it actually yeah. is. Just do um, what's necessary. I think now, they were the last two things. There was that, and there was a um, there was an exam as well. Right. Uh, but, but there was loads. There was like you spend six months doing stuff. Yeah. And it all, everything, and then like six months doing one, four months doing another, two months yeah. doing the other, and they're all they all start staggered, but they all finish within did, a did, week. Did you other. find that, like what you listened to changed as well? Did you get into different genres more, or did you find you you stuck you you you, you sort, sort out more stuff? I was, I always go to you like I said at the head of this whole thing. I always go to you for like what's underground and what's cool and what's kind of experimental. And yeah. you're the guy if I if I want to be like what's 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 weird, I'll, I'll probably must go to Tony. Did you find it? Did your listening stuff changed as you as you became better at producing, or did you just have more appreciation for the stuff that you already listened to? Uh, to be honest, when I done pop music and put road when I was like seventeen, yeah, we had to study music, and you learned that all music's potentially good, yeah, yeah, uh, and there's something you can take away from everything, right? So I've always had open ears, yeah, and like some people goes, I listen to grindcore, yeah, and when not listen to anything but grindcore, yeah, well you shooting yourself off from a lot of music, yeah, why do you? And, yeah. and if you want to do music, then you've got to know a bit about everything, yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. recently I've been doing stuff with somebody who's doing country music, yeah, yeah, helping them out, and um, I've been doing electronica, yeah, I've done. Uh, rockabilly rock and roll yeah, especially to be, to, rock to be freelance and, you can't yeah. to close you off to, to, to just one genre is dangerous yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, not yeah, going yeah, to hit the yeah. way uh, just for the people that are listening as well what is an engineer and what is a producer what's uh, the difference well the difference is well an engineer a producer doesn't have to touch any buttons okay uh, an engineer is he he engineers it he generally puts stuff where it's meant to go right. and gets the sound going to the tape yeah. Whereas a producer is part of the creative aspect. Mm. An engineer can go in there and do everything, set all the mics up, set yeah. them up in a creative way, mm. um, which is, I find engineering super creative. Just yeah. literally how you set up mic techniques and where you place mics yeah, and what mics a, you there's use. There's a whole world in it. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. It, you, itself, you, can, yeah. you can make the band sound just going to tape one way or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas a producer is part of the creative output of the band. Okay. That's it, why they, it, a lot of people see him as a member of the band. Yeah, yeah. It's a creative yeah, it's just, extension. Yeah, it's a creative extension yeah, band. Yeah. It's, you're usually like the extra member. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I think is great because I was in bands for years but being married to four other guys yeah, yeah, and yeah. then spending like more time with them than, than you do with anybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyrant. So yeah. now what I do is a band comes to me, I have a quick fling. Yeah. And spaff, then move on. Spaff the load at them. Yeah. Send them on the way and they give yeah. me some money. I'm, I'm like a gigolo. And that's what a producer does. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why do you think why do you think certain producers from that thing have a almost a sound? Is that because of their outlook and their work? Dedication. So someone like let's let's talk about like top line producers. We talked about Bob Rock and Mutt Lang yeah. and you think about you know, people who are known for 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 their production, yeah. you know, like uh, those type of people. Yeah. yeah. You know, you do. You, 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 do you think that you 
have that as well? Can you? I don't actually have a sound yet. No, no, yeah. I do have a sound. But right. Everything I do is different. Right. Because I try and create a sound on based around what by, by choice. What, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. what the artist sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm not gonna go and like I'm not gonna. I could do like a. I most probably develop. I am starting to develop a certain thing about yeah, me. But there's, there's not a certain stone. Whereas you got Mark Ronson. Everything yeah. Mark Ronson does sounds like Mark is Ronson. There, is there? Here's an interesting. Is there an ego to it then? If if the producer's sound overcomes the band's sound? No. Do you, do you no, know what I mean by do, that? When, do, but you know what the biggest thing is? Okay. Is everybody goes? It's the producer's sound. Yeah. It's actually the guy who mixes it. Right. He has final say. And then yeah. the master engineer, once yeah, the producer yeah. walks out, because people say the producer, whereas he's, a producer used to be the guy who kept it in on budget and on time. Mm. That was a producer's job. Yeah. Uh, but that kind of got skewed, whereas the engineer would work with the band. And, yeah. But that kind of got skewed somewhere along the way, whereas now a producer can be loads of things. Yeah. Like I was Because it's, e it's easier to do those other yeah. things now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. I, was, what, I, was, I was making beats mm. um, with somebody. Does that make me a producer? Because in a rap, yeah, in a rap circuit, that you, I'd be kind of like a producer then, making beats sure. with them, and as they put that, and then laying down chords and stuff. That yeah, would yeah. be a producer, but okay. is that being a producer? I don't know. Mm, yeah. To be honest, if there is one type of producer, well, there actually isn't. There's lots of types of producer, right. and I am all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I am Hive. I am, yeah. So one of the just as a sidebar now. So you started one of the other things that you turn your hand to. Then is obviously being able to produce a band and and, and, and engineer them and all that thing as well. You do that in a live context as well. So you yeah, would you yeah. would you would you would do the 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 sound for a band live. You would be yeah. that guy that sits behind the desk and oh, I try not yeah. to. Yeah. But, but, um, no, honestly, I've done live sound before. Um, so what what what's the gaff then? What's the difference? I mean, obviously, bar the very obvious of you recording something to 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 put. A, what changes when you do a live sound as opposed to when you're trying to get the sound of an an album? What changes because Obvious. that's on the fly live as it happens. You, you can plan an album. You can plan it before. Is it, is it the hindsight that yeah, you can yeah, do it with? And literally, you can you can start something and go and then figure out how you're going to yeah. do it. Whereas live sound, you just got to hope for the best. Wow. Uh, it, no, I've done. It, when you do live sound, it's usually at places with substandard equipment. Yeah. Even though you got to get it sounding good. Yeah. Um, and then a really small time frame. Yeah. And literally, if it's bad, just deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. But to be honest, if you work with a good band, it's like doing a record. If it's a good band, mm. it's an easy job. Yeah. If sure. it's a bad band, it's it's a, it's. So it's you terrible. so you so you go out then and start working with bands and you do sound, but you're doing backline tech as well. Yeah, I'm doing tech with a uh, yeah couple yeah of, couple of bands yeah yeah but yeah no it's mainly mates in space. But yeah, yeah. literally, what happened was I went to SAE and then I went out and. What was it? I got talking to me mate and he came here and then I'd done a drum and bass track with him and mm. he was in a punk band and he's yeah. like, I want to do this. They went, uh, will you record us? And mm. I went, okay, you got some gear together and then recorded them in a sports hall right. and then done an EP with them mm. and then got talking to a guy who, uh, me mate Phil yeah. at Antipop Records and he yeah. was like, and then he got me on board with them and then he's in space so I started teching with space. Sure. Literally, everything that I'd, I've done is from the fact that I went to the pub and got drunk. 
<laughs> literally, literally, no, it is, yeah. Literally going to one of the worst karaoke's in Wirral. Yeah. yeah. Has literally shaped the rest of my future. Is that where you, and that you meet Phil in there, or? No, no, I, not in the karaoke, I met oh, right. Dean. Oh, Dean, yeah. sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Met Dean there, and then he, he was in the band, Down Moon of Sticks, which was the first album. Yeah, first yeah. EP had done. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't the first EP, but it was the first EP after right. college. And um, after SAE, and then, and then I got talking to Phil. Right. But literally, it was weird because when I finished SAE, on a lot, one of the last few days I was there, mm. one of the guys, one of the guys was there. who was in another group. Mm. Said to me, "If you have a chance to work with anybody in Liverpool, try and work with Phil Hartley because all this yeah. stuff sounds that good." Phil Hartley uh, is a mutual, one of our mutual friends. He's a he's a bassist. He plays like I mean, in the truest sense as well, upright and, and everything. He's a fantastic individual, an incredibly talented musician, and then he was drafted in. To be in space, um, the, the 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 sort of I would say pop band, if you will, if you will, they had, yeah. they, and they've had like you know, if anybody hasn't heard them, track them out because they were very, um, or would you say experimental almost, yeah. certainly vocally, yeah, they certainly are, they, do, do, they're a strange mix, yeah, it's, yeah. it's which which is almost perfect, you know, and so. Yeah. You, uh, as they call it, queasy listening, queasy listening. Yeah, it's like go. easy listening, but there's something strange about so it. So, how did you find? How did you find the road? How did you find touring? How did you find Torrent? Yeah. I love it. Yeah? I love Torrent. Yeah, it's dead hard. Mm. And I want to murder everybody. <laughs> so yeah. you've done, you, you would have, uh, Space is still, uh, 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 I would say, like a high level uh, level band. Yeah. You know, still I, I, th- I think I've done two gigs with them. Yeah. Um, and then the third gig was on my birthday. Right. So I was, they used to be one of my favourite bands when I was young. Sure. Like, amazing. And I was like, yeah. this is this is surreal. Yeah, because now, uh, now I'm working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I remember being 14, I think I was like 14 or sure. 15, and I was listening to the Space record. Female, the Species. Yeah, the, the, and the Spiders like that. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I wonder how they make this. I wonder what the magic wow. thing is. I wonder how. What is that magic yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought I'd love to be able to record something like this. Yeah. See, I had me, I had me idea on recording stuff when it was before I even yeah, started recording. Yeah. Before you knew what that actually yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, but next thing you know, I'm, uh, I'm sat on this rooftop terrace in yeah. Turkey. Yeah. They, they, they flew me out for. Yeah. Um, we've got, we've got a couple of pitchers of beer. Yeah. I'm drinking this beer. And I've just eaten free food, and the band are singing "Happy Birthday" to me. In, in the sun on my yeah. birthday, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. thinking this is bloody weird. That's amazing. How That's did, amazing. How, how, did, how did life get this? How weird? did you, how did I get here? Like, how did I know? get here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You wait yeah. for someone to tap you and go, yeah. "Hold on." Yeah. That's not, it's not Anthony yeah. Brady, is it? Yeah. No, no, no. It's Anthony Bradley. Here. Let's get this fucker out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you so you started working with yeah, them. They, are they are they yeah. like yeah. big tours or long tours? Not really. I think the longest was like. Just over two weeks. Okay, maybe a bit. No, longer. no days off or full like fourteen days. Or um, that's not too I, actually, bad. Then. Actually, I think I think it was. Are yeah, the buses or the uh, are we hotels flying? Hotels, yeah. yeah, hotels. Okay, yeah. so but, you, but sometimes it depends. Like and then and, it, and and I imagine they would do very well on the festival circuits as well. You oh yeah, festivals season, are great. You know, you generally well. you drag the stuff out of the van, throw it on the stage, play, yeah. and then get drunk. Well, it's just throw and go, <laughs> isn't it? Like, yeah, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get. You're not going to get a great sound. I often talk about this with people who crew for, for festivals. You're not going to get a great sound. You just want to get a sound. You, you know, you're what relying. You're relying on the mixer, and yeah. we, we used to take a. A, a guy with us to mix actually Pato yeah. Pato Shaughnessy he's amazing yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I highly recommend him but he was one of the ones who'd done the first um, Pierpoint EP I, yeah yeah so, so it's kind of like every, it's one of those things that it's weird yeah it, it's so small the community mm. but it's huge 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. huge. There's loads of people, but it's, you always end up knocking into the same people same again. People, again. Yeah. yeah, the good people yeah. tend to stay as well. Yeah, you yeah, tend yeah, to find yeah. the same people. Yeah. That you'll go to a show somewhere in the back of beyond and, and you'll bump into someone who you've seen there because they're just good and yeah. they've been kept on. So when you when you toured and you did you did the sound stuff and you did backline as well, like and that's a you know that's yeah. a skill in itself. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, was I was generally I was meant to be a guitar tech. Right. Guitar and bass tech. Okay. But I would help with the drums. Yeah. Um, but my main job was pouring drinks. <laughs> barman. Literally literally <laughs> I was a barman. I was a yeah. barman. Yeah. I, I, I was like Set ever carry stuff. Yeah, yeah. Set everything up. Yeah. Get everything sounding good on stage, and then barman. Yeah, I was literally. I saw that. I talked. I talked on the. Uh, I, like I said, I, I was talking to, to to Tony before about being on the, the Motorhead podcast, and I tell a story about the first time seeing him, and being inside a stage and seeing him, and one of my friends saying, "Watch the watch the tech like," and he and he'd set everything up and he'd done what he's meant to do. But then he set up a table and was pouring drinks as well. And yeah. I was like, fuck, I've got a lot to learn. Yeah. That it could be that good that you do your job and oh, barman, you know, yeah, because yeah. people forget that the, when on tour, you know, you're, because you're expected to do your job, fuck, that's what you're there to be paid for. But you're also expected to kind of make it fun as well and kind of be easy to work with and, you know, and, and enjoy yourself a little bit, like, you know, because yeah, yeah. no one wants to work with a miserable motherfucker, like, Oh, you know? no, no. The, the thing is, is, on tour, you were literally usually about three inches away from somebody else at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, you'd sat in a bus for yeah. between three and seven hours, maybe nine. With a couple of inches co- height co- way, co- either yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then maybe a curtain, that's about it. If you're lucky enough to get hotels, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you go into a hotel and you're about three foot away from somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you do the same thing and then you go to the re- Well, that's why you room. develop your, your tall wife, your particular person mm. that you hang out with. You, you always yeah. go to, to catering with or you always, and you develop yeah. those relationships. And did yeah. you, did you, find that uh how did you find kind of like the 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 excesses of touring and i mean like being kind of away from home and stuff did you enjoy that did it did it great a little bit like you know do you know what i just i used to get a lot of time to myself right uh i don't really do anymore i don't really get much time to myself sure. which is fine yeah. uh, but i wasn't used to being around people all the time right and i remember sitting there and the, the people who go on tour and i haven't ever experienced it, but I've heard of it where people have a bit of a flip out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I get snarky with each other, which would quite easily happen. Yeah, yeah. But you, you do start to feel a bit tense and yeah. you think, if somebody says something now, I'm going to strangle them. <laughs> yeah. I will literally pound well, them. A, you're in a hyper-pressure situation all the time. But, yeah. but you're actually thinking, you know what? I'll have a banana and a yogurt. <laughs> I'll look out the window and just have a nice time. Yeah, I think everything will be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. will be fine. Yeah. Did you find that you, did you get... Did you think think as a producer and as and as and as a person of sound, if you will, did you find touring helped you as well? You got uh, you you got more knowledge, more experience that you could take and apply to recording the band. Did you did it help, or was it another muscle in time? But you know what? Do you know what I found is the professionals Mm. have got an attitude of ah, it'll be all right. Um, Whereas if you know what you're doing, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Whereas the bands who go out and like, like bands who be like, oh no no, we gotta do this and then you, you know, go blah blah blah. blah and yeah. And this has to happen, that has to happen. It's all very, it's all very tense. Yeah. yeah. Whereas professionals are quite relaxed about it. Yeah. It's yeah. not the end of the world. Yeah. If you yeah. do one bad gig, the guy that's goes normally, wrong. the guy that's normally shouting backstage is probably not the guy getting anything done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. To be honest, you're working with musicians and artists. It's like anything, like in a production where I'm producing something, or recording something. Mm. Try and keep it easy, man. There's nobody. You're making music. 
Yeah, yeah, do, do, yeah. Do you know what? You, 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 it's not heart surgery. Nobody's going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's it's not that important. Hmm. If, if you cock something up, then there's a good chance you can do it again. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing it classic. live, if something goes wrong, it's usually freaking funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, as I, my, my, my friend Sonny always said to me, he said, hey, you remember that show when everything went right? No. No. I remember the show that where the, the mic didn't work, this cut oh. out, this came in, whatever yeah. it made, wireless systems went, hey, I remember all them. Oh, 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 I'm, sure, I'm sure Tommy from Space used to pull his guitar pedals out, the power leads for his guitar pedals, yeah. so his guitar would go off. Yeah. So I'd have to go back on and fix them yeah. while he, he would simultaneously simulate <laughs> face sex with me in, in, in front of usually about two, 3,000 people. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to touring. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. It. Okay. Yeah. This is the third day that I've been skull raped in front of people. Now it's old. Now yeah. it's just Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to admit, I, w- I would always get a bit nervous you know, as the intro music went on. Yeah. Thinking, I hope something's not absolutely screwed. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If something's not screwed, we're going to have to act on it fast. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. By the end of a tour, you walk on and you go, if it's screwed, it's screwed. I don't really care anymore. Yeah, we'll just get by. We'll, we'll just, just do it. We'll just do it. We'll just do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's like don't take it too seriously. Don't take it too yeah, seriously. Yeah, keep everything easy. You make it's meant to be a good experience. Yeah, and literally, yeah. if you're going on stage to perform, mm. that's meant to be a wonderful experience. Yeah, you don't want anybody around who's going to wind you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Somebody's going to make you laugh. Well, that's yeah. always the truest adage: is that you know, no one's better than the job, and by that I mean that like you could be fucking the Johnny the best, whatever. But if you're a dickhead, it's really going to be tough. To, to get over that hump of you being a dickhead. Yeah, you yeah. might be amazing, the best at whatever you do, yeah. but you're going to have to be fucking top draw to make up for the fact that you're a dickhead. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, the best yeah. people in the business are not, are, 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 not, are not a dickhead and great at the job, and that's yeah. it. You yeah. know what I mean? But those people, if you're bad, to be absolutely, to be pinnacle of your job and to be a lovely human being as well yeah. and really easy. Oh. They're the guys that stay in the business for a long time or the people, that's, uh, the girls that stay in the business for a long and have long careers. You know, yeah, that's yeah. why now you're doing, you're helping uh, work with, you're doing stuff with Phil now. You know, and you, you only give stuff to record, and you have and you have a working relationship with him, and yeah. that's when you've been on tour with, means that you have a good relationship with him. That couldn't happen if you were a dick. It couldn't happen if you weren't good at your job. There has to be two of those things. After you have to be, you know, good at your job and bad at being a dickhead. Like, you know, yeah, you, have, yeah. you have to do it, otherwise yeah. you don't get called back, and yeah. you, you you'll get called back for stuff because of your attitude. You know, um, so then. Now you are uh, is the best way to say it, is it a freelance producer? Is yeah, that, freelance is, producer. Is that with you? And that's scary, right? That you know, you know, the, the, the down times when you don't when you're not doing anything, you've still got to feed yourself. Do you yeah. know you still got to do that? Is that is is or 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 is it very much a Tony thing of like, yeah, it is, but you know what? Oh, oh uh, last week I had £1.27 left in the bank. I love that. Yeah, £1.27. I love that. Yeah, yeah, £1.27. Yeah. And, and you'll still get the same Tony as the guy but, who's got £10,000 in the bank. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It can be, it, it's some, irrelevant. Some yeah. years you have loads, some years you don't have much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like I haven't been doing the work. But I just spend a lot of money on... It's like, <laughs> it, I spend a lot of money on music. Yeah, I really shouldn't. Sure. I don't really have you to. You have gas, but a producer's version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally spend... Christ is... I mean, I worry about pe- pedals and amps and guitars, and obviously there's a value to them. I imagine producers that then... The, the money scales right the fuck up. Like a, a desk... 
is a lot more than an amp. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, preamps are a lot more than pedals. I imagine it scales right the fuck up for producing oh, I, I, stuff. I, I, like I could spaff 120 grand in five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Just all plugins <laughs> and shit <laughs> and, and fucking everything oh, you can oh, no, buy. And a desk. With a desk and, and about four mics, I could spaff 120 grand. Jesus. I'd easily. And it's the, the, that's because yeah. that's the high end of it. People wonder why these things cost a lot of money. Like you know, it's, yeah. to get and the, and the thing and is, stuff. you can get some stuff which mm. which is what I've been looking at lately. Is yeah. it's not expensive, mm. but it's still good, and yeah. you don't have to pay top dollar for, for yeah. really good stuff. It's the fact that it's like name brands. A lot of people pay for a brand, mm. whereas with microphones and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a bit like um, Granger amps yeah. or Epiphones. Yeah, two thirds the price. Yeah, because you know that they're there. Mm. that you can get something that's just exactly the same or yeah. something that's just as good. Yeah. It's like these microphones we're talking through now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Two-thirds the price of another microphone yeah. that's very similar to. Yeah. And I think this is better. Yeah. It's so you pay, you pay yeah. less money for something which is actually you, you're better. You're at the stage now where your ears can go, you know what, I like this. What is the cost? Well, it's yeah. really cheap. Okay, it doesn't matter because I like the sound of it. Is it really expensive? Okay, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. I like the, yeah. the sound of that. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. But as, as you were talking about the sound before, mm. it wasn't until about... I think it was October time. Mm. I was saying, well, you know, felt I was doing it in the car. We were coming over here to do a bit of double bass recording for um, for Graham Cooper's band, yeah, Rock, yeah. Uh, Rockabilly Jukebox. Sure, he was just coming up with a video now. Uh, go and check him out. Yeah, no, we'll allow plugs. <laughs> Graham, yeah. Graham's the other one. It was the guitarist in. In brass neck and fluid and what have you, yeah. and he's now kind of he he still plays guitar. He's a function band. And he does some. We were just listening to uh, Tony who was playing me some mixes of them playing, like rockabilly, like Brian Seltzer type of stuff. It's fantastic, yeah. like yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's the yeah. that's the thing you're working on at the moment, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, just about yeah, yeah. yeah. I've just just pretty much finished it. Yeah, um, and, and 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 immediately Tony assumed that I knew anything about production and went off on the on these massive things he's doing talking about saturation and I did what I always do and nodded with, and I was nodded <laughs> and, 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 and and allowed him to, to to talk to me about all the things that I have no idea <laughs> it's beautiful because I know what I can hear and I can say and I think that's the difference is between when you become a producer is I know what sounds good I can say okay that guitar sounds good I, I can hear what you've done because I'm a guitar player but I could never achieve that. I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't. If someone said to me, yeah, "This is the sound I want to get," and I think that's what ultimately what producers do. They get. They speak to the artist and go, "Okay, what do you want?" What do you, and, that, and, and help that happen. You know what? That that's been something that I've got to put into part of my system. Is right. Finding out exactly what they want because mm. people tell you what they want. Yeah. yeah. And they go, oh, can you make it sound a bit like this? Yes. And then you make it sound like that. Yeah. And then you go, oh, not that aspect of it. Mm. This one. And then you're you're miles away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got all, this is one of the things that I'm, I'm pinning down that to get to get a good product because mm. you can often spend the same amount of time going in the wrong direction. That you, you spend the same you spend just as long going back in the right. Yeah. That you yeah. spend twice as much time than you actually need to. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you hang out with the people, have a couple of beers for an evening, yeah. chat music, put some tunes on. You it's get a nice frames of reference. You get frames of, of reference, reference yeah. and you, you get the vibe that the buzzing on. So if I'm coming in and I've never worked with a producer before, say yeah. like a lot of people listening to this will yeah. be in bands and it'll be at the stage where they want to get their album produced or they get yeah. the want to get their album mixed. Yeah. What does what what should you really say to a producer? What should you re- what are, what are, what do they really want to hear? Do they want to hear? Okay, this is the records that I'm listening to. This is the guitar I like. This is the drums I like. This feel of this is that what they want to hear? Uh, those points of reference. The, what what 
a producer always wants to hear is, I've got an unlimited budget. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, that never happened. Yeah. But it, well, no, I'm, I'm sure it does. I remember yeah, like watching, I watched the Quincy Jones documentary. You've seen the Quincy Jones yeah. documentary? Yeah, uh, no, I've, on, I've, on got, I've got it on my, on my list. On my life, that's something you need to... And there was a moment where he's recording Thriller and before they start, he pulls everybody in the room and stuff and he's talking about this. They're like, you know, now... We're going to make Thriller with Michael Jackson, who was the biggest pop star at the time. He said, yeah. essentially, we have unlimited resources to make this record. We can have everybody's queuing up to play on it. We can have whatever session musicians we want, whatever is the height of equipment now, we yeah. can have. So there's no reason why, if we don't make the best album that we can possibly make, at that point in time, that we've probably failed to humanity because yeah. fucking we've, there's no excuses. Like yeah. we were talking about earlier, yeah. there's no excuses. Yeah, no excuses when yeah. You can't blame your tools if your tools are dead good now. Yeah. There's no blame. That, that, you have to that, be that's good. That's the thing that I have got good equipment. Yeah. Uh, I've got some decent instruments. Yeah. Uh, I've got good So, so is, that, is that the best way when someone sits down with them? Do you, do you be honest about the budget then and say, we've got, I don't know, we've got three grand to, 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 do, to do this album? Well, or that, that'd be what a, get a really good album for three grand. Yeah. yeah. Um, some people come to me and just be like, we've got this much money. Mm. Can you do this for us? Yeah. And literally the quality of the album is reflected in the budget as well. Because right. they always try and make it good. Yeah. They yeah, always, yeah. Do, always do try my hardest. Yeah. But it's one of those things that if you record an album mm. in a day, yeah. it will sound like it's recorded in a day. Yeah. Whereas if you spend the time, uh, it's like a mix. A mix mm. will often sound better mm. and it's a lot easier to mix yeah. if it's all played right and it's tight. There's, yeah, there's a, a wonderful thing in the, in the Anvil documentary, Anvil, yeah. the story of Anvil. And when they got their last album, I think, or the, one of their albums produced by uh, Chris Sangridis, and he, he brought them in. He was like, look, this is what I can do the album for. And he just laid out a value and said, this is what I do. And they were like, okay. And you got the feeling that he was still cutting every sort of edge off to, just to get that album oh, yeah. done. Oh, no, know, no. Just I had, to I get had, it produced and, and out there. could come to me and wanted to do uh, an album. I think it was an EP. Mm. Or I think it was an album. Yeah, it was an album. Yeah. And good punk band in Liverpool. And to be honest, I was already into them. Yeah. I'd, I'd see them and I, I listened to the stuff. I was yeah. really into them. Yeah. But I went as low as I possibly could. Yeah. And I think they were meant to be recording this month. Okay. Um, I won't say anything, but in case yeah. they've got things on the download. Yeah. But I, I didn't get the job. Right. Which is, which is, which is, I would have liked to have done the job. Yeah. But I can't afford to do it for free now. Yeah. I've done, I've done, I've done plenty of stuff yeah, in the yeah. past where you have to, you have to save your dues. Yeah. But yeah. that doesn't, now you have to pay your bills. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. pay for me living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I tried to give them the, bo the bottom dollar. As best you can. As best as I could. Knowing you're not going to shortchange it, we could deliver yeah. something literally, that you want. Literally, to. I was shooting myself in the foot a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought I really want to work with these guys mm. and it would have been great yeah. and I would have enjoyed it. Um, but they've gone off, they've miserably found somewhere else that's cheaper. Yeah. But that that's always reflected in the product. Yeah. Whereas, so whereas the, you can get stuff better for, for the, cheaper. The, 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 the sort of the million dollar question here then is why should someone get a producer when they can just hold their fucking phone up and record it? Why should they? We, I know why. Oh, the thing, thing is. But why, why, why should someone come to someone oh. like yourself and go, well, I can just do what you do. Yeah. On Pro Tools, I'll just get a, a version of Pro Tools, and I'll just use it's just buttons, oh, isn't it? Faders. Why the, can the I? The thing is, the, the, it's one of those things now that I'm listening to stuff. Yeah, and I can tell if something's three milliseconds out in yeah, timing, yeah. 
and and it's one of those things that a lot of people don't understand what the importance of the groove is. Yeah. And the groove is part of the feel. Mm. The texture is part of the feel. The notes that you choose are part of the feel. Yeah. Everything is to back that one thing up. Mm. It's all backing each other up. If something goes slightly off along the way, you end up with a slightly worse yeah. feeling at the end of it. Because at the end of the day, yeah. you could literally record something on a phone. Yeah. If it's the right thing to record to a phone, it could be brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. Yeah. But if it's not, if you want to get something else, it's using the right tools for the job. Mm. And the only thing that can define that then is experience. The experience, yeah. It's yeah. the only, it's the only yeah. thing you've got to you experience. Pay for experiences. And taste. Yeah, yeah, you'd been yeah, able to yeah. do, to 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 yeah. know what you what you want, and yeah. I think that's why you know, that's why now the the sort of the albums that are essentially recorded in bedrooms, um, there's almost like, there's no gatekeeper. So when we go back to when we were first playing and you went into a studio for the first time and it was a big fucking deal because you couldn't yeah. get into the studio, there was a gatekeeper. You had to be of a certain level yeah, to yeah, even yeah. get in that fucking room. Oh yeah, because you weren't going to spend the grand. Mm. Uh, just to have a bit of a laugh. Yeah, now yeah. you know you can just sit there. You can download the right tools and stuff to record in in, yeah. in a matter of seconds and put something up on oh. on, on social media in, in seconds. I remember doing. There's something, no gatekeeper. I remember doing something in college, yeah. and we'd done it on Logic, and it had to be all Logic stock plugins, not yeah. third party, all basic stuff. And I'd done a track, and he said you're allowed to use a microphone and record something. Mm. So I think I had an. SM58 or yeah. something like that. Actually, no, it was, I ripped some vocals from stuff I'd done with Brass Neck. Mm. Um, put, put them vocals in it, jump up drum and bass track, give it to the guys, do it, and then as part of a project yeah. uh, for some, I think it was just electronic music yeah. thing. And um, I, he called me into the, into the office and he went, listen to that. I was like, yeah. And he went, well, we've had to give you 100% for the mix. Yeah. I was like, oh, thanks. He goes, some of the bits... That you've lost a couple of marks yeah, here yeah. and there, but and he's like, "Well, why don't you get signed?" Right. He goes, "You could get signed with this. There's somebody masters that. You this, could, you could this, literally this put that out right in, now." In, in, in the versus commas hit. There, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, not hit, but you'd sell. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I could start selling stuff then. Hmm. That's with a three hundred pound program. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But nothing else. I think. Yeah, I think it, it's a, it's an averages and statistics game is you always hear about that song that was recorded in a bedroom that suddenly becomes a hit you always hear that but I think that that it, it's it's the ear not the gear yeah yeah literally if you've got a monkey behind a £200,000 yeah. desk it's still gonna sound like a monkey's I think I, I always think it's interesting when like um, the guy that was Boston because Boston was just yeah. one guy wasn't yeah. it um, oh, whose name escapes me now and he basically made that Boston sound and and took it to the the a record label. And like, this is fantastic. When can we see the band? And he was like, it's just me. Yeah, yeah. And and he had to like get a band in to play it. But obviously, he had the ear, the time to get that sound. And I love or hate the guitar sound and of Boston, but it was like made for radio. Yeah. And that was made with his. Well, this is what I'm saying ear, about yeah. me developing a sound. When mm. I was talking to Phil in the car on the way, on yeah. the, coming in to play double bass. Yeah. Is I said to Phil, do you know what I should develop my sound it for? And he went, what for? I said, it's for people who don't like music. Let's right. make music for people who don't like music. Okay. Because that's the most people that you sell music to. Wow. It, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? No, Cause, I, cause, I understand Because the, the most people who buy music yeah. are the people who don't really like music. Right. Which is a crazy type of uh, yeah. marketing strategy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas the people who really like music are willing to take something a bit more edgy and a bit more, mm, a bit more creative. Yeah. Yeah. Being creative is good, but mm. you've got... Something that's palatable to a lot of people. Are you 
Which is to, which is something I've only just started to think play about. devil's advocate. Though is there is there an element of dumb and down? Mm, do you know what it is? It's, you know, is it's not dumb and down. I if I said to is. you, I've got an album. It's it's called Jazz for Everybody. Yeah. Would you think that the 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 more hardcore jazz guys would be like, well, yeah, it is, but it's not real jazz. Yeah, yeah. You know, would you? Would yeah. you is there an oh. element to that? Because you. Could, well, oh, here's a question: oh, no, Can something oh, no. be, can something be mass? Massly accepted, but still be, uh, you know, artistically valid. But uh, you know I, I was going. I was going to say, say Lincoln Park we, and we, Biscuits. We, we answered that question before when we, we before we were talking about um, the Beatles and Sergeant Pepper's before. Yeah, yeah. Sergeant, Sergeant, Sergeant Beatles. Yeah. The, Sergeant Pepper's massively accepted. Some people believe it's it's the Beatles' yeah. be, best album. Yeah. Massively experimental. We're talking yeah. about Hendrix. Yeah, you know, it's same thing. Experimental, but it's still always got to be really palatable. Mm. And that's the thing. And it can be done. That's what I'm saying. That, that but, can be done. But the thing is, I haven't tried to develop a sound. Mm. Whereas maybe I should. I but, think so. But the, I think but the thing so. is, I can go from some industrial punk thing. Yeah. And be doing that one day and mm. shape it one way. Yeah. And then go do a, a choir and an orchestra. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next week. Yeah. And it's completely different. I think it's more. But, but if I had yeah. the sound, if I had the sound, I but, could. But I wouldn't want to impose that on. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm more coming from it from a, from a Zapper point of view. Yeah. So whereas each Zapper album sounds different. One's like a lounge band, another one's like a jazz record, another one's yeah. a, a funk. Thing. Yeah. He went through a blues record or whatever, but it was always Zapper. Different sounds, yeah. but still Zapper. Yeah, yeah. I still think you can do. I think yeah, you know, it, there's some things that I kind of like about certain yeah, certain, certain yeah. music, and I, I think I have got a bit of a sound. And yeah. it's starting to get better because I've been doing well, I got out of college eight years ago, seven mm. years ago. Yeah. So I've only been doing this for like seven years. Yeah. Which, in all fairness, somebody I remember reading a forum somewhere and he said it's not it's just started to click. Mm. Literally over the past year, mm. I've gone, Oh, this is how it all works. This, I, 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 yeah, this, this is how all the pieces fit together now. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I'm seeing the overall big picture. Yeah. Whereas before, I was doing the things that I had to do to get it to the end. Yeah. Whereas now, I kind of like, I, I, see, I see the the, yeah. the idea in the recipe. When, and then, what's, it, what's, what's interesting, and what I'm desperate to hear is that when someone takes that music that you've created and then pr- puts it out there in a, in a, in a, on a YouTube video, or or it's on a lower quality, or it's put out there messed up in some way because of the quality and gonna does kill that him. does that gra- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kill him. Does that I'm gonna kill him. Um, do you know what? It's one of those things that um, if they tell me where it's gonna go, yeah. Uh, if I've done the mastering, yeah, I can compensate for it, yeah. Because like SoundCloud, yeah. If you if you listen to SoundCloud, it takes up a lot of the top end. Yeah, and a lot of the bottom. Do you think that's still and, and then you can you can peek it a bit. Yeah, and then have a listen on SoundCloud. Yeah, and then go. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can, I can just I just need to touch more of that. And then yeah. when you listen to SoundCloud, that's why people, the big artists on SoundCloud, sound good on SoundCloud. Yeah, but the little ones don't because sure. they they prepped it for that. It's like YouTube. You can do things. Yeah. Um. So as soon as it goes onto YouTube. It stays like it is. It was intended. It was intended, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And literally, there's not a lot to it. Mm. Um, there's not a lot to do, but it's just the fact that, say, if, I, if I've done something and somebody throws, does something to throw it in a video, yeah. and then throws another dither and plug S- in on there. Or some compression of some kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A dither, anything, it's going to add distortion. It's going to change the tonality of the yeah, final yeah. thing. Yeah. Whereas I've sat there and then literally thought about for ages the very 
it's like my new set of half yeah, a db yeah, here, yeah. half a db there. Yeah, yeah. They throw a dither plug in. It sounds massively different mm. for me anyway. It sounds yeah. most, most normal people be like, oh no, no, it's not. You can, can hardly tell the difference. But to you, but, but for me, I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah. You, that was that was a piece of art. Can that you I just still? Created. Can you still listen to? Like as a as a guitar player, I sometimes catch myself watching the guitar and and and, and looking at that and fixating yeah. on that rather than the whole pitch. Can you listen to records now? Do you still oh. able to do that and take yourself out of the producer's yeah, chair? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Can you do yeah, that? Yeah, what was yeah. the last record that you listened to that you was was good enough that you were like, this is just good. I, I don't. I know how it was recorded and I can tell the blah 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 blah. But it's just good. Do you remember the last record that you... That I thought was just good. Yeah, that you just was like, this is just brilliant. and I, I can, It's so good, I can lose myself in it. And I'll Black like, Peaks. Okay. Black Peaks album. Um, yeah. I have been listening. I Literally, it was the first ex- album in a good while that yeah. I was like, I played it on repeat like three, four yeah, yeah. times a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've done that for about four days, five days. I was like, I can't get over this. Because it's just great. I, yeah, it was just great. And yeah. nothing had hit me like that before. Yeah. Like, not in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't expecting to like it that much. Yeah. I, I was like, I cannot believe how good this band is. Yeah. Yeah. And was, how did you how did you find that, that, that? How did you find that music then? What What is your, does your method of, of, of inhaling music now then? My mate went, yeah, I listened to this. <laughs> I went, wow, that's well good, that. And, and, that's, and nowadays, that's an old school way of being introduced to music, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's your mate uh, telling you to listen to someone. Oh, yeah, but literally, if I want to get into something, hmm. the thing is, working with bands, it's really weird because I don't, I don't do, I generally do stuff that's guitar based. Right. That is about it. Yeah. Uh, and, I hated mixing guitars for ages. Yeah. I, I kind of got on with it now. Yeah. yeah I'm all right with it. I'm pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm quite happy to do guitars. Yeah. Uh, but it, guitars are, are kind of hard to work with. Yeah. Um, but that's generally what I do. But doing mm. all these different genres of music yeah. is, I'll be, they'll give me references to listen to. Mm. And I'll find myself going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, and go, okay, I'm going to listen to the whole discography yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. listen to all this. They, they're in the same genre. I'll go, th- go yeah. through them. I'll go, I'll listen to a bit of that, listen to this. And then yeah. next thing, you know, I'm, I'm like, but it's like you're at a party or, do you know what I mean? Or you're around at your mates and they've got mates and they're like, oh, I'll put this song on. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I didn't know. It's like country music. Didn't yeah. like it for years. Hated yeah. it. And then somebody showed me the band Perry. Yeah, and I was like, "This is good." Yeah, I didn't know country music could be like this. Yeah, like, I think every genre. Every, everybody likes Johnny Cash. Well, yeah, but I didn't know. The... I think every genre has that thing that you've just got to find out a way of getting yeah. into it. You know, if someone yeah. goes, oh, if someone goes, oh, I don't like classical music. Oh, yeah, you probably do. Yeah, yeah. You just need to find a yeah. thing, the key that unlocks that particular yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't like country music. You do know that, like, you know. Uh, Johnny Cash is considered country. Oh, okay, yeah. And you do know that, like, you know, Brian Seltzer has got a country twang yeah, and his yeah, yeah. connections to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, and that's yeah. how you kind of and it opens up that whole thing. Oh, yeah, okay, now it, yeah. and it can accept it. Yeah. yeah, but I think that um, which was funny going from a classic rock album. Yeah, uh, going go working with some country artist, yeah. local girl, uh, Megan Louise. She was great. Right. I'm, she, I, I haven't. I am not recording the album. I'm just helped some of the pre-production prep. Right. Um, and uh, that's going to be coming out later this year, about sure. March, April yeah. time, maybe June. You never know. It could be October. And it's just a different, but, it's different colours, isn't it? But, but I done, yeah. I done the rock album. Yeah. And then I done um, a bit of the country. Right. And then I went on to rockabilly. Okay. And I thought this is kind of like an amalgamation of the two yeah, things I've it, just it done. Yeah, it genuinely is like but, in everything in every sense. Yeah. But it, it, it's so massively separated from both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's something completely separate. Yeah. But 
it's one of those things that is you, the more you the more you do, the more you learn that it's all very similar but all very different. Yeah. Do you seek out do you seek out other producers? What's what's the producers see? Like like a group of guitarists in the room yeah. will tend to gravitate to certain things. What the fuck do a group of producers when they all t- get drunk talk about? What's oh, the what's the, what's the kind of the common thing is you will what, do, do they hang out? Do producers kind of like to be around other producers? I imagine yeah, so they do, do. Yeah, yeah, a massive bunch of geeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah is I, that what it is? Is it a geek, is it a geek yeah, out where you talk yeah, about actually, no, microphones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like guitarists it, talk it, about it, pedals. It, it's kind of it's kind of like uh, guitarists too, but we like guitarists, but we can get girls. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Fucking hell! We're like guitarists, but we can pay for the girls' cab ride home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so, but is that? But it's the common sorts of things that you do. Do, do, you, do you share ideas? Because guitarists oh, yeah, yeah. will go. Oh, no, no, I like, like this amp. I like that amp. Oh yeah. The producers go. Okay, no, no, you should. What about this? Well, literally, about that? you 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 will go. It's like I I I lend some of my choice bits here and there to different yeah. producers if they need them. Because um, you help each other out. Right. It's only a small community. Right. Um, and you do want to help each other out because at the end of the day, they're not taking your business, you're not taking theirs. Really? Okay. It's not, it's not seen it's like not that. It's not seen competitive. No, it's no. not. Okay. To be honest, there's enough people out there who are much, who are earning so much more from this yeah. that we're nothing really. Right. Do you, do you know what I mean? We're, we're not, and to help each other, it helps everybody. Right. Because if, if I can make them better, they're yeah. going to help make me better. We all yeah, look yeah. better together. Are there, are there, are there highline producers that you listen to purely because they're, they're great at what they do, irrespective of what they oh, do? Oh, I noticed what, when, what I, when I was, I was I think I was 18, and I was listening to stuff. Huh. And then I sat there, and it was like a lot of corn and deft tones and some sure. other stuff. And I looked at the producer credits on all the CDs, because you had the thing, yeah, you're and they were all sitting there on a the table, yeah. and looked through, and I remember about... Seven CDs that I loved. I really loved the production. I think I was like, oh yeah, like these... Ross Robinson stuff. It was all Andy Wallace. Andy Wallace, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Andy Wallace and Terry Date. Okay, yeah, Terry Date, Pantera and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all Andy Wallace and Terry yeah. Date. And I was like, God, it, it's just these two producers. I must be into these producers. For sure. Whereas yeah, yeah. you go on to other stuff. That you, to be honest, it's really funny that um, what you actually realise is a lot of people who like bands. will be like, oh, I don't like that album. Mm. No, you don't like the person who mixed it or produced it. Yeah. Whereas you'll find that people don't do it and yeah. go out looking for a certain producer. Mm. Whereas if, you, if they like something by that producer, like me, I'm doing lots of different stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is good because I get a nice variety. Mm. But like a producer like that does that. Yeah. They do that one thing and they do yeah. that one thing very, like, very Like well. we say, like Sneep's the metal guy. Yeah, Sneep's the metal yeah, guy. Yeah. And he does that Andy Sneep thing. And yeah. it does sound like Andy Sneep. So if you yeah. look through Sneep's collection... You most if you like one band, you're gonna like all the others he's worked with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're most probably gonna like the sound because mm. it's his sound. Yeah. Whereas, and but like a band, well, yeah, yeah they, they could be great one minute and then I remember a band who was it, his legend, yeah. and loved the early stuff. Yeah. And the stuff that they do now is so polished. It, it I love the production on it. But I don't like it anymore. So we talk about sort of famous sort of missteps with production. Yeah, we, we were talking about Metallica before. You had like the thing with Justice, where he basically bass. takes the bass out. Yeah, that, yeah. It's, um, I'm trying to think of the producer was um, Fleming. It's not like that. I think it was. Do you know what? I have seen something about that yesterday. They as put well. these people put the bass back into that and stuff, haven't they? Okay. And is that what is that what happened with like the likes of um, Saint Anger, where the drum sound gets? Is that what happened there? Was that just mixed badly? 
uh, for people's ears? No, I, th- I, I think they went. I think they tried to try something. It was and did an entire I, album I, I, of that I, thing. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. They tried something which was kind of dangerous. Yeah. But as I was saying about is doing that, stuff that's palatable, because yeah, you yeah. can be dangerous, but it has to be palatable uh, for people who don't like is music. Is that noble though for a band that like is, is massive? Who go, do you know what? We're going to try this, and it might be shit. Uh, yeah. At that level to do that and release I, an album. The the thing is, is back these days now, you could have sorted that. You could have yeah. went, we don't like that. Yeah. Throw uh, a sampling. Yeah. Um, which which would have saved the day. Yeah. But once in them days, they went, no, that's what's on the record. You're going to have to stick with End that. Off, yeah. 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 Um, so say someone is sitting at home or whatever now, sitting listening to this and saying, you know, I liked I'd like the idea of getting into production. You know what I mean? Don't, just no? don't, don't. Actually, uh, my girlfriend's son's mate it get, wants to get into production. Right. So what so, did you what did you say to him? You know, well, when he goes you know, he was like, Tony, I know you you know people who do production. <laughs> I know you do production. No, no he goes, oh, I want to start like uh, making making music and producing and stuff like that yeah. and mixing yeah and i blatantly said to him don't do it you'll yeah. be poor the hours <laughs> are long it's really stressful and it's yeah. bad money yeah um don't do it you're stupid but he didn't I, listen I, I, I said and... but if you wanted any help yeah just ask me and i'm willing yeah. to help you all so what, what what would say someone goes you know what i want to be poor lonely uh and miserable and i want to be a producer what where do you start is it is is college and and an education in it? To be is honest, that a part you, of you, it? If you want to mix stuff now, and I, I've never done it actually, but I've seen a lot advertised which mix courses teaches you how to mix. You think they're worthwhile? To be honest, I'm not sure. I've never tried them. Yeah, I'd but have to you try think one. it's definitely something worth taking, a, putting your toe in, and, and, and yeah, 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 to see, to see, because to be honest, I think it's like somewhere like ten, twelve quid. Yeah, and to get like would a, it, would a it, few hours worth of information. Would it be worth as well approaching a band that is like you know, uh, you know, just starting out and saying, "Listen, I don't know an awful lot about what I'm doing, but I'll try and do push your album for free or you know, for very little to try and cut me teeth." Is that you know? To be honest, if you're that age, yeah, and you got and you like music, you're miserably going to be hanging around with people who play music anyway, yeah. and you're just going to get get the opportunity to do it. You think it's just a case of listening out for that? And yeah, going, yeah, You know what? I'll yeah. I'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah. I'll make it do it. To be honest, the best thing to do is start recording yourself. Okay, that's what I did. Just is picking I, up instruments, picking up trying instrument. to record you, them. And, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if you can't play the guitar, yeah, just try and play anything. You just program stuff. Yeah. If not, just do something. At least yeah. you're taking a step. Because yeah. literally, as you as you learn one thing, you you, you move on to another, mm. and then you can move on to another, and then another, yeah. and then then you've got this massive bag of skill set. Yeah. And then what you find is one skill set is playing off on the other one, and then mm. to learn the next one is a bit easier. Is it important as well uh, to open yourself to as many different musical styles and genres as possible as well? To no. Like, no. Do you, you think it's better to to kind of zone in onto I want to be the blues guy and listen to blues? Stuff or I, I think what you should do is just to stop listening to music. See that guy goes off into the woods, doesn't listen to music for five years. Yeah. Will, Will, Will's his own instruments. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. But in fairness, he's going to have a, a brilliant take on it. You know, yeah. when 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 oh, Jimmy no. Page was learning to play, he he locked himself away stuff and when Eddie Van Halen locked himself away into like garage and learned to play the guitar and then when he came emerged if you will he found that he was doing stuff that other people were doing and he was just like uh, but he formed his own style so yeah. maybe there is an element of truth to yeah, not listening to I heard about a guy who actually went off into 
into the woods. Yeah. And it was a good for a good few years. Yeah. Lived by himself. Mm. Uh, and then came back, recorded, wrote an album. Yeah. Came back and recorded the album. Apparently, the album's absolutely rubbish. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> the, the, uh, but, but, what I'd say is pass things, pass people. Yeah, Honestly, do as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, have an open mind. But yeah. if you don't like something, then don't, don't force yourself into pain just because you think you should, yeah. you know, you sh- should listen to some, you know, uh, French horn music. Yeah. If you don't want to listen to the French horn, don't listen don't to the listen French horn. Music. And no one does. <laughs> no, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you mean just like kind of you know listen you know as keep as simple as you can if you if you if you enjoy it keep doing it and keep on doing it. Seeking yeah, yeah. those things yeah, out yeah. like you know. Oh, yeah. Is that lost? Is that lost now? In so much as in this age where whatever you do you must do it to the nth degree. You must listen to this. It doesn't fucking matter if you don't like it. Get it done. Are we lost that a bit? No, working working for mixing for cash Mm. and recording for cash is. I'm luckily. I'm. I've got quite an open mind when it comes to music. Yeah. Um. I. I don't think in the in what in the years I've been recording. Mm. I think I've had one time where I was kind of like, I'm not into this. Which is kind of lucky. I, I, I yeah, many yeah. albums I've done in EPs and so stuff that, like that. Only that moment. Yeah, that moment, I was like, kind of like, oh, I'm like, kind of not mm. feeling this, and um, and it wasn't the people. It was just like I kind of, yeah. No, something about it didn't yeah. sit with me. Um, but yeah, yeah. But if you just keep on, have, have we? Have we uh, do will there be an end to uh, a band recording in a room? What do you mean? Like so. Now, will it just be that one instrument gets recorded in one place and that's it? Have we lost that kind of studio? Are we, is, it, is that eroding or will there always be a place for a studio for someone the, to record? There will be, but there's a reason now why studios are half the price mm. to hire that they wear. Because it's, it's, it's so the, like the equipment's all easily available the, now. Yeah, the equipment, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, you can say. You think there's a time where we, we will lose that? Uh, we'll never lose it. Just, yeah. We'll never lose it, but yeah. they're going to have to adapt. Yeah. Um, and literally, they're going to have to start looking at doing some other stuff. There's either, mm. either, either going to be a quarter of the studios, well, actually, it's about a quarter of the studios as they used to be. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to either adapt mm. or, or take less money. Because mm. um, there's not very much money left in it now, anyway. Yeah. But that's due to the fact that artists are getting paid less because of piracy. That yeah, trickles yeah. down onto the studio, and then other people can. This is, yeah, this other is people the, can, can pay one for of the, the sides of, of like something like piracy that, that people aren't aware of. Piracy always gets hung on the. Uh, on the artists. On the artists, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like all oh, the artists not making money. Well, it's not not just that. It's the, the crew that helps them do the we live thing. The it's the, yeah, 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 exactly. And, it, yeah. and it's a whole organization behind yeah. it, like the, yeah. the, the, the funds that, like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Pirates away, guys. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. Ill- illegally download this program. <laughs> yeah, I would know how you could download it. The, 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 the podcast is up for free and always will be, like, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, how long have we gone here? About what? two hours. Oh, what is it? Is it three hours? I think. Is it three hours? Three hours. Yeah. I think. You might <laughs> Tony's the beginning of this. One. I've got nothing to say. I don't know yeah. why we're going to stretch this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, yeah, right. Yeah. Do you know what? I haven't. <laughs> do you know what? I, I was planning on car crashing this, but I haven't really. I haven't got drunk because we are, we haven't even drunk at all. It was yeah. just unusual. Normally, yeah. at this point, we would be we would be cut by at this point yeah, yeah. more more than more often than not. Well, listen, I, I'll I'll try and bring this 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 flight oh, yeah. to a, down at least to a safe landing without crashing, but. Um, unless there's anything else you want to say, have I left the floor out for Tony? Uh, Mark's a big, great gay bear. 
He's a big gay bear. Oh, I have bears, all these things. Do you know what? I've never, bear, I've I've never noticed the weird shape on the end of your nose. It's What's got that? like this little this thing. Little thing and it comes down no, a bit. No, 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 on the side, it goes out. It's like it's, it's like it's like it's got it's got it's got it's got it's like it's got like a like a nose off. It's like a nose on a nose. It's like a two nose situation, like a fake nose. That's right. a fake nose. <laughs> it really is. It's I think brilliant. it's my skin falling off my face with age. Yeah. <laughs> See, Tony looks exactly like when I first met him, except without dreads and without a beard. He's yeah. the same guy. Fuck, he showed me a, a shirt that he still fucking fits into. You know, he still he still wears that shirt. Oh, now man. I've I've lost all definition. My face, my face is essentially melting. <laughs> melting, yeah. That's happening. gravity. I, I spend most of my time uh, horizontal. Though, so. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna try and bring this flight to a, to a fairly safe landing. No, it's uh, car crashing. To, Tony, want to play? Oh, that, no, this was fun. Do you think me fish this... <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. I cannot tell you enough how I recommend to, despite him being an endless distraction, uh, to to produce your work and careful you know, of the Facebook nipple, please. If, if, Facebook nipple, please, everywhere. If, if someone wants, to, if someone wants to get you to produce, if someone's mad enough to get you to produce their album, how do they get in touch with you then? If they just want Facebook to me. Just, fa- just, just Facebook. Facebook me. Yeah, to be honest, I'm doing it. I'm finishing this. Uh, I've got next week. I'm going to start designing my very own website. There you go. There I've been is. taking pictures of the studio. There you go. Yeah. And uh, and a couple of nudes. Pinging yourself out. Yeah, yeah. Good a couple of nudes and. Uh, <laughs> Some some studio pictures. I'm going to put a website together, and there'll be a bit of a show rail. You can listen to the stuff I've Beautiful. done. Um, also on my Facebook page is Dead Man Recordings. Okay. Uh, you can listen to some stuff there. I haven't really updated it in a very long time. Um, generally because I spent a year and a half bloody <laughs> uh, recording an album. That was a long time recording that. Oh, get off. Amazing. Um, Amazing. Yeah, but yeah, have a look at Dead Man Recordings. It either message me through there or through my private one. If you want to do some stuff, let's do some stuff. Let's make it noise. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Brady. Thank you. <laughs> nice one. Thank Beautiful. you. Beautiful. Let's do the shake. Uh, all everybody, that everybody. Mark Cooper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, I'm like when they do, you know when they, when they go, ladies and gentlemen, and he introduces the band and it's like yeah. White Snake and, he, yeah. and everybody knows everybody else, but then he introduced the keyboard player that no one knows and there's a smaller set of applause for yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. And then he goes, Steve Vai, go, yeah. <laughs> I'm the smaller set of applause to yeah. Andy. Like. So fair, yeah. <laughs> and. Brilliant. So that was me talking to Anthony Brady there. It was a pretty, <laughs> pretty interesting conversation, but it's also like you know, a little bit of a serious side to what we talked about as well, about if that was some kind of profession that you'd want to go into, going into talking about you know, producing and engineering and that type of thing. And I thought it was pretty, uh, hopefully someone got some useful stuff from that. And that's all these conversations are meant to be. They're meant to be a catalyst for someone who wants to maybe get into the business of doing that type of thing. And maybe, just maybe give you a window into that world and what that could possibly be like, as well as having, you know, a little bit of fun and maybe talking about the business and music in general. So I hope you, hopefully you enjoyed that. As always, feel free to comment on, any of these sort of social medias that you use, SoundCloud, Facebook, anything like that that you, you see us on, you want to comment on about maybe future guests we should have on, things we should maybe be talking about. And that leads me on to being that the next stage will be the Spoken Metal Show is in a live context, which is very, very close, and I'll keep talking about it, but it is very, very close now to happen. We've got a lot of nice podcasts coming up soon. On a chance for people to kind of get a voice and their opinions. I'm going to be talking to some of my friends as well as some of the crew because I think that they're really enjoying the conversations too. But yeah, I'm going to be doing some nice ones. I've got a couple of podcasts in the can, as they say, ready to go, and they'll be starting to come thick and fast now. So hopefully you enjoyed it. And if you did, you know, please share, comment, subscribe, and like, and all that other good stuff. Thanks for listening. I'll see you again now.